listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase with host Matt Kona. The Naked Comedy Showcase can be seen the first Thursday of every month at 9.30 at Improv Boston, Central Square in Cambridge, Massachusetts, with host Andy Ofeich. Without any further ado, take your clothes off or leave them on. Here is Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. Hey, everyone. This is Matt Kona, the host of Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase podcast. This is another best of edition. We haven't done one of these in a while. There's always great content in some of these episodes, and I'm always happy to share it. Of course, this is a uh, obviously a special exception. We're putting this out because we could not record a podcast. We did not do a show in April. This is coming out on the first Thursday in May. Uh, we're still not able to get back to normal. Now, the Naked Comedy Showcase is a special, dear show to my heart. Uh, I've been working as a small part of it alongside the host and founder of the show, Andy O'Feish, for a while. And it was his idea to do this podcast, and uh, it's been so fun for me. And I want to continue to do it. Obviously, there's no showcase. We can't do a backstage podcast at the same time. So we've gone through the some old episodes from episode 10 through 20. The first best of is the first 10 episodes. So go back and check that out if you haven't. So we're going to dig deep. We're going to meet for the first time in flashback, a first time Demetrius Big D Hullum. This is when he did the show. He sat down with uh, myself, Dan Martin, and I. And uh, so we're going to play a clip. It's a little long, but it's the first time we met him. And then he, because he was a first-timer, as the tradition is, you come back and talk a little while after you do your set. So my favorite part sometimes is kind of – you get a sense of the how comfortable they are afterwards and that comes across and how people are bullshitting and opening up and sitting down when Big D is talking to Dan and uh, then producer Nick and I. So here we go. Here's the first clip. It's Big D. We are here with favorites of the podcast, favorite of the show, regular closer, Dan Martin. Hello. Dan. I'm also going live on Instagram just to do this. Live's the gram. And, and new to the show and new to the podcast, Big D. Hey. Welcome. Big D. Big D and I have been talking for the, about the 15 minutes that we've known each other. All right. I think I have a new best friend. Facts. Hey, yeah. that's what the show's all about. It's about Facts. BFF. What kind of family? Yeah. I know. I See, been, and I get that. I, yeah, it got it got like heavy real fast in here. Like we already got to like watching our parents die. Like within <laughs> within five minutes, we Dan, were Dan we were Martin. at we were all we were all talking about how we watched our parents die. Dan yes. Martin rolls the black cloud. You know, I never I come correct. You know he I mean? rolls the black cloud. I'm yeah. just in it. Yeah, I <laughs> you just hit it. I'm just in it. I'm just. I thought you said he I, rolls the black I cloud. I am the black cloud. I just hit it. It's just rolling. Rolling, rolling, but that's a white crowd. That's a Limp Bizkit reference. Blech. I'll see myself. Yeah. Oops. Sorry. Please yeah. do. I don't. 
I know when I start making Limp Biscuit references, oh. you just want to break shit. Oh, <laughs> God damn it, you motherfucker! It's only one reason you're doing it for the money. It's for the no, no, all for the nookie. Ah, uh, God damn it, Dan Martin! All for the nookie. I was gonna say for the three dollar bill y'all, oh. but it's much more appropriate for the nookie. Yeah. I do it for the do rags and splits. Oh yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's my favorite. And and the uh, and the the. To explain the rag. You you come with a rag. Oh yeah, this, this is great. That. Yeah, so because I've seen comedians have a rag on stage. Usually goes over the shoulder, and you know I'm not telling you how to live your life, how to perform your comedy. I've seen it in the back pocket. You kind of don't have that option for tonight's show. So. Yeah, okay. You seen it? You just seen stick it, it out of the butt. Where, where exactly do you plan on? You gonna leave it on the? Oh on no, the stool? I don't know if you ever seen Creflo Dollar or like you know. One of those Southern, no, but Southern I don't know preachers. What, no, I don't know what any oh, of that okay. is. Yes, yeah, so oh, you're gonna like, carry it in your hand. Oh, you're gonna. So this is definitely some black, black shit. Oh, it's, like, yeah, it's a prop. This is definitely some black shit. Okay. Like French you gotta cuisine. Keep, you gotta keep. This is called a fat rag. This is first off, and you wipe the sweat from your brow. You know what I'm saying? Just in case you gotta, you know, hide something and be a fucking magician. You know, you keep the fat rag <laughs> next to you. But um, more uses than one. I'm just using it tonight to kind of wipe the sweat from my tits. <laughs> Black thing or not, Dan Martin's getting a fat rag. Now that you I, gotta get a fat rag. Yeah, not, not even now that I know they exist. I do it on gigs, man. I have to. I I don't, I'm a musician. If I, I don't, if I don't have one of those when I'm playing music, definitely. I'll die because this shit comes all down in my eyes. I have all the whatever's have up here in this, uh, you know, this crow's nest on top of my hey, head. Nick, you're looking down into my eyes. You're looking pretty dapper, bro. You're dressed like a classic car. Look at you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like a, instead of a t-top, it's a tank top. Yeah. Well, we uh, classic car. Oh, you can't see this. We're doing Instagram live. So hi, Instagram live. Big D's got to go soon, so let's talk. To okay, him yeah. Second. So let's yeah, talk sure. about your uh, first time doing the Naked Comedy Showcase. You yeah. just basically put your name in the hat yesterday, the day before. Yeah, actually, yeah. I messaged you. I think it was yesterday. Um, I was booked this week, but then um, when I seen that, I was like, you know, I gotta. I gotta conquer all territories like the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, why not? So I, I messaged Andy and um I sent him my tape even though I know my tape shit. And uh <laughs> he was like, Yeah, yes, come on down. I was like, Oh, this is perfect. So but I just started doing comedy though. That's the That's fine. That's, that's great. The, There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that, that, uh, we've had a lot of people sitting where you're sitting that it's been like their first, second time, their third first time. Gig. No, I've been, yeah. I've been, no, I've been, I've been, I'm booked. I'm booked all May and, you know, I was booked all April. You know, I get around. It's just, you know, it's just a naked show. Like, have fat rag will travel. Fast. <laughs> and then on top of that, it's like one of those things like, that should be the name nobody's going to believe that. Like yeah. you did a show, you did a stand up, you did stand up naked. Yeah, I saw you approach the people there. You know, they ask if you were tripping. Yeah, they they were like, "Yo, the bro. standard questions." And are, and were you? Were no. you tripping? No, I wasn't tripping, but I, you know, I was definitely high as astronaut pussy. I was. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> the standard questions are: Are you really gonna be naked? Yeah, that was and the question. What if you get a boner? Right. And what's the third? What's the third one? Why we usually talk about. I'm just worried about my ass clapping if I fart. You know what I'm saying? Like that's... But farting, I feel, I don't know. Butt farting. Have you ever have farted? You, have you, butt farting is the you, best kind of farting. Have you ever seen anybody fart on the show? No. I've farted anybody? on the show. Might be a first clothes. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you eat today, Big D? Um, I had, uh, I had, uh, Uno's Chicago pizza when I got home. That gives you the farts? Uno's gives you the. Nah, then I had some curry business. chicken. It's number one with a Jamaican beef patty. 
Oh, some, Jamaican beef patty will do it. That'll and then some sushi. Jamaican, <laughs> Jamaican, Jamaican, oh, I ate a lot of Christ. shit today, man. I got a multicultural, like a, multicultural. What kind of menu. sushi? What, what kind of sushi? What kind of establishment? Oh, it was the. Oh, it was Ichi Ichi uh, Ichi uh, Ichi. Rock, okay, it wasn't like gas that. station sushi. Nah. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's continue no, listen, this. I'm not judging. I'm just trying to. I was trying to give. I'm trying to guesstimate. Because <laughs> gas station sushi will give you very different farts than we got to take a break. Yeah, Big D, is you got to go do your thing. So, but when you're done with your set, please. Come back. And we'll, 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 Thank we'll, you so much. We'll get the you got it. We'll talk to you in a bit. Hello, Big D. This is Nick David with Big D. I caught your set, man. That was great. Thank you. That was really good. Five months in, shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing all right, man. You're yeah. doing all right. That's that grandmother stuff was great. Both your I like both your grandmother jokes. Yeah. I like the I like the rob I like the robbery joke. That was great. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. So you actually seen the stuff. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I like I like both of your where you where you were selling drugs for your grandmother. I like that. And then I and I like where you were talking about how the, you know she used to have like five guys come up in the barbershop quartet come up to her yeah, house sing, and sing doo wop. Yeah, singing doo wop tunes. You know. <laughs> Four of them weren't even hitting that pussy. Yeah, that was great. No, I um, I actually, I actually forgot. Uh there was a joke that I didn't do, and then mm. as soon as I got off stage, Andy had said something about baby powder, and it just instantly clicked in, and I was like, "Fuck, mm. I forgot the you're joke." Very, you're you're supernatural on stage, and that is the that's the hardest part of comedy, dude. Yeah, I really I, think it is. I see. A lot I really think it is because it's there's this. You can be a, really funny. You can have really funny shit, and if you can't connect with an audience, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't work. It like, doesn't matter. It's like they're, you're just you're reading it from a book. If it's and then they're like they're like, but the thing is, is with with the audience, like from what I've learned since I started, they've paid their money. They want to laugh. Like you know, it's not yeah. like you know they're coming to be assholes. Like they want to laugh. So you have to present yourself in a way or whatever, like you said, that connects. And well, you just come across very likable right out of the gate. You're a likable yeah. dude. Yeah. So, so that's I like the, it. so that's right out of the gate. You're just like a likable person. Your perspective is funny and, and, you know, it's a uh, people, you get people on your side right away. So I dug it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan right yeah, away. I, the, I think you're, I think you're going to do some good stuff. Cause that joke, uh, about my grandmother, like the first part of it, like I kind of just like destroy the audience. I'm like, you put these garbage. Like, yeah, yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. And then you know, yeah, I was I wasn't sure how you were gonna climb out of that one. I'm like, oh, really? He just told all these, all these women their pussy was garbage, and now he's gonna fucking bring them back. Let's see how this works out. And then you did, and I was like, oh shit, good for you. They talk about I don't know if you did you see um the comedians of comedy. Did you ever see like they did? There was a sh there was a show. They did a taping of the show, but then they did like a behind the scenes stuff that was like just them talking about shit. I don't think so. I, not unless you mean the comedian with uh the Seinfeld. No, no, no. The comedians of comedy. It was like uh it was Maria Bamford and Brian Posehn and. No, and, I don't uh, think I caught it. Okay, and I, maybe I need to. So it's uh so it's um I can't remember his damn name right now for my. Uh, Pat Oswalt. So it's Pat Oswalt. Uh, it's Pat Oswalt or Maria Bamford, and they're talking about how they loved how they used to do. They used to have these nights where they would all go up and try and 
dig the deepest hole they could dig and get out and then see if they could win the audience back like really say something offensive or shitty or just be really <laughs> bad for like the first 5 or 10 minutes of their set and then see if they could dig themselves back out of it. Do you remember that? You you saw the comedians of comedy. Yeah, I love that. That's actually yeah. another not a popular name to say these days, but that's a Louis CK thing too. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a big thing. Big, dig, himself, big tro- dig himself a hole and come back on it's a, a big, Yeah, well, it's a that's, big trope in comedy. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the, you know, when he says something, when he, he, when he, when he says something totally <laughs> awful about his kids, you know, he said it's called yeah. his kids like a cunt or something, you're yeah. like, oh, how's, Jesus Christ, how do you, you know, or he says the N word or what, you know, whatever, yeah. he goes, alright, how's he gonna get back from this? How's he gonna fix this? And you go, yeah. wow! He just fucking, yeah, Every I, time. He never I, hasn't. I've I mean, never seen him, I've never seen him like throw himself under the bus and then not get back out from underneath the, the bus again. That's one of the ways I operate, I feel like. Cause like the darker the material, the better the ending has to be. Hmm. I don't know. You yeah. gotta have a way out, but like, if you don't have a way out, just finish your set. <laughs> yeah, just do what you gotta do. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, do what you came to do and get the fuck out of there. I yeah. mean, not for nothing, I, I've been blessed uh in my short comedy career uh to um to actually not really not really have like too many shitty sets you know what i mean like That's good i think when i when i first first started like when i started doing open mics and stuff like that was the worst you know what i'm saying like it was i'm in a bar with six people and they're all comics yeah, yeah. The comics and then like the three guys that weren't comics just heckling you the whole time and shit and um yeah, I would dig myself in some pretty shitty holes, you know, that often resulted in me needing to knuckle up at the end of the night. Well, <laughs> well listen, man, you are, you're so, you're way ahead of, the, five months in, you're way the fuck ahead of the I game, man. It. I don't know if you saw his set or I not, was, Dan, but. If you know the Dan Martin laugh from the back. <laughs> oh, me oh. cackling up a fucking fat song. Yeah, yeah that's man, what me. a fucking great set for five months in, man. I was when you left, and I was sitting here with with Kona. I was like, man, I fucking hope he's as funny on stage as he as he is just hanging out. Oh, just I knew because that's the hardest. That's the hardest thing, yeah. man. Is 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 the thing that makes us funny here is hard, much so hard to translate out there. And yours is yeah. so natural. You're the same guy talking here as we were hanging out. Your material. Stage, I was just yeah. like, oh, that's just the same guy I was. Hanging out with backstage, it was no, it was a total extension. I think so. Finding that connection, I don't, I haven't figured it out yet. I'm real jokey when I go up on stage. I don't, um, my personality doesn't shine through as much as like yours does. But I think it's just it. like you just your comfortability of, of of being yourself. Like I really don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me or whatever. Yeah. I just I just go off. You know, I go off and, and do my thing or whatever with the confidence knowing that the joke is funny. And that's that defense mechanism. I mean, me, same thing. Like, I grew up, you know, poor, fat. All sort of shit happened when you're young and your feelings about when you get old, you get that defense mechanism. Yeah. And so you have that humor, but also that way you look at the world. Right, right, right. right. So that shapes the way... The worldview, you know, yeah. people's worldview is that different. So I, I, I kind of, I try to stay as positive as possible, you know, and, you know, I just know, like I, when I started doing comedy, you know, we were talking about, uh, death and stuff like that earlier, but my mom had died and, um, I remember her telling me, you know, even when I was a kid, like, you know, you're gifted, you're talented and you have to find your gift. And I thought my gift was selling drugs and being out in the streets but that's not a gift. That's a curse. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, and I found uh, I found my way into working with kids and being a positive 
force in their lives and that kind of, you know, and then I got, had a son and that just kind of like set me off. And then on the anniversary of her death, uh, last year is when I started doing comedy. And, um, I haven't looked back since. Like it's, it's just been, you know, I, it's a, it's a grind and, you know, I go up, I go up every single night of the week. That's so great, man. That's what you gotta Saturday, do, dude. I go up every You're single doing it. Week, You're yeah. fucking doing it. That's You're doing do. exactly yeah. what you gotta do. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Like, I love this shit. There's, there's, there's nothing, like, there's nothing more fulfilling in the world for me than to, you know, somebody's had a shitty day today, and as comedians, we were the ones to give them a smile and make them laugh in some type this of way. This is, and it, as much as it's for them, it's for you too. Like, right, right, when right. When I have a shitty day, like, I had a, I had a bummer day today. Yeah, me too. I had, a bummer, <laughs> fuck, I had a bummer day, and uh some days are worse than others. But uh I remember, was it two, two years ago on April second, my mom, my mom died. We talked about it earlier, and I went to the hospital, had to identify the body, sign off some some shit, and then I came straight here because it was the naked show. No, that, and that, you know, and I just crazy. went up. That was the, the the anniversary of my mom's death. That was the first night I started comedy. That's crazy. I went out to go drink, and then uh they're like, oh, they're having an open mic down the street. So I go to the open mic, and I went I went up, and I actually I actually killed. Like, people were, like, really like, oh, shit, like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, how long has he been doing this? And um that just started my journey. But you're, you're absolutely right. Like, no matter what, you just got to stay positive. And like you said, it's for us. Too, you know, like I, I love this. I love doing comedy. Like yeah. this is like, I haven't had a passion for anything in life except beating my dick and smoking weed. How old are you, Big Dick? I'm 35. 35. Oh, right on, man. Not far behind. Nine. I'm 37. Yeah, see? I started when I was 28. That's about. Oh, hey, shit. listen, man. That's a, you're. That's about when I started. Was 35. Oh wow, wow. So yeah, because I, mean, I see not the young kids. I've now. done fuck all, but <laughs> <laughs> but I but I'm saying that's you know that's about when I started was around right around 35. I mean, yeah. you look young. Maybe a little. Maybe yeah. 34. Black don't crack. Well, I was brother, just you know gonna fucking like, say that. Yeah, come on, man. You already know. Like this is this is cornbread, collard green, macaroni. It's it, man. I thought you were in your 20s for sure. That's yeah, like you just yeah, described your, my diet. No, you know what my diet is. My <laughs> diet consists of tasty burger, blunts, yep, and forties of Miller High Life. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> an occasional, occasional insulin shot. Just to balance everything. Jesus, out. how many more fucking stereotypes could you hit in there, kid? Well, shit. Could you uh, fucking. I don't have my you, gold teeth in Could black you spit some fucking chicken in there? Or what, what other fucking stereotypes could you sell so off on that? I got diabetes. Got diabetes, yeah. drugs, 40s. And I, I have jokes for every single, every single stereotype. I think I have jokes for all of that. Definitely. Like, my favorite stereotype is Sony. They make good stereos. <laughs> Listen, man, I the my, the best fuck of my whole life was a hooker named Sony. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, uh, the motherfucker. Had, it was Sunny. You know, such dude. No, nah, it was S O N Y. I was joking. I don't know. You can I tell, can I tell a quick story? She was tiny, yeah. tiny thing. Go ahead. So the craziest experience I've ever had in life, I ended up going on Craigslist looking for some pussy, mm -hmm. and what I got was a guy looking for somebody to fuck his wife. So I get to the guy's house. He went. This is, yeah. I guess. Listen, listen, can you, can I just tell you how bizarre this is? Yes. Because literally, as I came in, 
Kevin and Justin P. Drew were here, and Kevin was telling Justin P. Drew a story about how he met a, he's gay, he met a guy who his wife wanted him to fuck him in front of his wife. What? So now, so you're, now you're telling so, this story. Oh my God. Now you're, now you're telling this story about a husband who wants you to fuck his and wife. He doesn't know Kevin. So he doesn't know Kevin. Yeah. So, but it just happened. It's just but a every, weird, every well, weird I, When I met him, he announced, he was like, he's like, I'm gay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, that's what's up. He said to me, he said to me a half an hour ago, and I'm like, I'm, I've met you four fucking times, dude. I know you're fucking gay. <laughs> Just I've so seen you your, know. I've seen your set. <laughs> Just so you know, Nick. Yeah, so I, I'm the guy. I'm here, the guy doing the podcast. But just may want to make sure I knew yeah. in case I was. You want to throw the line out there? Are you into it? You're just throwing the line out there. Let me know. know? Yeah, no, no, no. It was cool. But so I. All right. So let's hear the story. Let's hear your story. Sorry, I I had I had to tell you that 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 had just happened. So. But I digress. So, (laughs) so, so so I get to the guy's house and um I walk in the house or whatever and I get to the bedroom and his his wife is on the bed and she's on all fours and he's like, "You ready to suck that big black cock, babe?" And I'm like. Okay, cool. So I get naked. She starts doing her thing. And then I look down and he's like right next to me jacking off like really fast. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is you doing, bro? Like, Wait, you gotta is there get... another speed to jack off? Well, yeah, you gotta, you, you stroke at a regular level. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't stroke. I take it easier. A regular I'm level stroke. Yeah, a regular yeah. level stroke. You can't, you can't pump it all the way up to 10. Gotcha. So I'm telling, I'm like, yo, what the, what the fuck is you doing, my nigga? You gotta, you gotta get the fuck away from me. Back up. So back he, up a he, little close. Bit. He, close. Uh, he was close, bro. He was, he was like, he was, he was close to the damn. He was like right here. And I was like, what oh, the fuck shit. is he doing? Like, I felt his <laughs> arm hitting my arm. Oh, no. I was like, you gotta get the fuck away from me. So he backs off. When you share a seat next to a guy at the movies, you're like, we don't, we can't both use this arm. It was too much. Yeah. You're alone. Move down. Definitely too much. So I, I kind of bark at him and he goes into the corner of the room and starts beating off at regular speed. At regular speed. So. Then he starts shouting that's instructions. That's a great addendum to the fucking story. That's such a good, that's such a good, good little piece of information. So he politely starts jerking. He politely it. starts. Yeah, yeah, he's not aggressive. He was aggressively he's not jerking aggressive out before. He's like, then he politely yeah, started <laughs> tapping his meat. So then I'm like, dude, uh, so he's like, you ready, you ready for that big black cock, babe? And so I'm like, okay. So I start smashing his wife. So he's and narrating. He's, he's narrating, yeah, basically. Switch. He's like, he's, he's like, like Steven Spielberg. It's, it seems more like he's like the, the dad on the sidelines of the youth soccer game. Facts. Get back on defense. Get <laughs> yeah. back on defense. Come on. Go <laughs> Panthers. Go Panthers. So I start. Run the quarterback sneak <laughs> like we showed you. <laughs> so I start smashing his wife and surprisingly her pussy was good. Um, but the thing was, is that I came too fast. But I, when I busted a nut, it felt so good. It was like a, it was like an Asian guy dying at the end of a kung fu flick. Like, <laughs> let's like, hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So he was his voice while you came. Yeah, and then that that sound right there. Yeah, yeah. So so that little soundbite is going to forever be part of the beginning of our please beginning of the show from yeah, now on. And I'm going to find somewhere to put it in there. That's oh. Inspector Gadget running down the side of the skyscraper. <laughs> oh, with the so, plunger <laughs> feet. Plunger feet. <laughs> so I get done. I'm going to get dressed, and um, he starts he starts fucking his wife, and I'm like, cool. So he goes, as I'm about to walk out the door, he goes, where, where are you going? You gotta wait for a second. I was like, oh, what, what you mean? You're not coming with me. So 
he I'm gets not sleeping over. He gets yeah, he gets done and starts getting dressed. I'm like, what the fuck are you getting dressed for? I'm leaving. You're not coming with me. He goes, dude, we gotta get the fuck out of here before a husband comes home. Oh wow! <laughs> I thought it was her. I thought it was her husband. Oh. It wasn't her husband. This was just a fucking random guy <laughs> that was fucking this woman, and I thought it was her husband because he said it was his wife, but it wasn't. Oh, that, and that's a true story. That fucking man. Oh man! And did you find out if he was just someone that was also on Craigslist, or did he? Know nah, it? I didn't. I, mean, he was I saying, didn't. Babe, stick he might have been the the side guy. Nah, I, I didn't stick around to find out. They they probably were, but I know you know I'm black. I don't I don't even want to. I I didn't even want to anybody to even know. So like when I when I left, I, just so I decided to come tell it on national podcast. <laughs> right, and the only reason why I'm telling this story is because a friend of mine, I was at a, a, a mic uh, in Faneuil Hall. Uh, Hetty McLaughlin was like, "D, your stories are the fucking wildest. You need to tell that story somewhere. So why not absolutely. on the Naked Podcast? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Sure. But just to catch you up, uh, Matt Kona." <laughs> Big D set was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard, I heard yeah. the tail end of it when I got, I got in there with, around the, uh, the Malcolm X. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. The okay. impression was right. on. Yeah. 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 I'm the Corey Rodriguez is the only one that does the Denzel impersonation. You <laughs> no, know, he's not. Yeah. I'm out here. When it comes to Denzel <laughs> impressions, Kong Kong, I uh, think. Can you tell me the name of this show? Backstage at the Naked Comedy Show podcast. Nope. At the Naked Comedy Showcase podcast. Yeah, whatever. I fucking love it. I love it. I love that we've been doing this show for like a year and he still doesn't know the name of it. He's fine. I just came back from six minutes of flubbing my set and saying no, three words. You yeah, didn't. It was uh, no. Nah, well, whatever. <laughs> we'll find out. There's a videotape of it. So, um, I had my what did you flub? Nah, I just fucked up some some of all of my jokes. Some of all, some of, them, all, some of, all of my all jokes. jokes. Yeah, I, I peppered in a little blooper with every one. <laughs> Jesus. Nah, I mean, whatever. whatever. I'm, uh, I'm just a little out of uh, to, you, know. you gotta get the sound guy to put some banana peel slide whoop, sounds in whoop, whoop, whoop. when you fuck up. Whoop. Radio. I started it out by because I I came up right after this guy Dave just did, he was the all he did his volunteer. street jerk yeah yeah and uh, and and he uh, he he, he was excited to come up wasn't yeah, he yeah he did the old people he got fucking an on an electric break fence when he joke. took his seat during uh, no <laughs> During your set? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck. So I said, hey man, give it up for Dave, you know? It's embarrassing. So, um, but so, I, I prefaced my set with saying that my jokes were all gonna be, um, I'm just doing all the jokes that they didn't give to the other people that didn't volunteer tonight. So yeah. <laughs> Dan Martin. Oh, good. So, so, so I, when I go up, I said something that didn't go over well and I went backstage and I said, thanks, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm so dead. so big D tell uh tell us about how you felt about your set and while you do that I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna let Ethan come in over here and yeah, take no this problem. mic. So tell yeah. us about and then uh, we'll tell get us, out of here so they can get Yeah, tell us about here. how you how you felt about how your set went and uh, uh, I thought my set was shitty, to be honest with you. 
good crowd okay. response, though. I got I mean, you might have felt it, but the everyone, yeah, the crowd, everyone to laugh at once. Well, as a comedian, like you know, you know when you're, you know, you're on the top of your game. Yeah, you're you know what I mean. Crazy. But have you ever been naked before on stage? Well, right. So you were opened up. You know what I mean? Well, actually, I've told I've told jokes naked before, but it's really just when my girlfriend's around. You know what I mean? But. And it's, and it's and she's like, we're at a birthday party. What are you doing? What are you doing, kid? What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you dead ass right now, my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, I, I felt like I felt like my set was okay. There was one joke that I missed, and that was, um, uh, you know, there's a friendly tip for all the big girls out there uh, in 2018. Baby powder is not your friend. You know, when girls get out of the shower and they sprinkle too much baby powder all over them and shit, and that shit starts creeping up under the food pot, now you're out here making gravy. You know what I'm saying? It's like fat upper pussy area. Facts. And then yeah. if you're going to make gravy, at least add some Sazon or some adobo to it. <laughs> I'm black. I like. I personally like Lowry. Sprinkle some Lowry's on it. And then we can have some of that food pot gravy for some of these biscuits that you're going to get your big ass in there and cook. And that was the joke that I missed, but... Wait, wait, what do you mean you missed it? Like you forgot to say it? I just got the rest of it wrong. You should have a food show. Yeah, that's yeah, actually, so yeah, I made, but the funny thing is, biscuits. I is before those. I came, I was like, yo, don't put on baby powder. Don't put on baby, because if I put on the baby powder and then I came out there and I did that joke, then it was like, you're the one with the food pot gravy, bro. Like, so you were in your own head. Yeah, I was like on battling joke. myself yeah. on what jokes to do, yeah. and I was like, nah, right. I'm just gonna end it right here. How did it feel like with, like, so before you went up, did you have a set in mind? No. No, so when I you- had, I had the baby dick joke, uh, in mind only because it's relative to the show, uh, but quite contrary to popular belief, uh, my penis is large. It just was very, very flaccid on stage because it was cold and there was a lot of white people around. That, I was in the pool. I'm that, white. I believe it. No, that was that was hard. But that's just me. You were holding up there, guys. My dick is small because thank you, nature. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Jesus was blessing me. I mean, I look at it as a ble- as a as a blessing and not a lesson. Know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if my, my dick, dick is, small. is small because it's just always surrounded by a white person. <laughs> <laughs> See, you nailed it there. I don't know if my dick is small and I wouldn't, uh, and it wouldn't bother me. Yeah, it no, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm still getting pussy. I come the show anyway. every time. It's, now that we're talking about, like, it's, it's, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity when four comics are talking about penis size. Uh, yeah. I have something relevant to say. I was in the bathroom. This is Ethan, <laughs> by the way. Ethan just yeah. got here. Hey, Ethan everyone. Andre. Hey, yes. everyone. I, I know you know I'm, I'm a wheelchair user from the way I speak. You know, so anyway. <laughs> uh, so, uh. Got that wheelchair accent. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's true. I, uh, yeah. There's actually a boom mic operator because he won't stop wheeling around. <laughs> it just, no. Whoop, 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 whoop. That's, that's what it is. Well, once that you was, get rolling. No, it wasn't me. It was involu- <laughs> All right, involuntary. Anyway, so like I was in the bathroom, right? And this dude, uh, behind me, he was in, he wasn't a dude. He was like, and, and, like, um, I think he was like a, a, a nigga bitch. An emerging adult. Oh, you can't. Right? Oh, gotcha. Sorry, can't. An emerging adult. I had to get the right thing. I think, I don't know what. An emerging adult. Anyway, he, thought you were gonna say he, a had said, he had said, like, it was really nice. He said, oh, I love being black. What? Yeah, man, he was. He but, lied like, when to I you. looked, when I looked at him, he was looking down 
while he was peeing at the urinal. <laughs> so he was holding all of his advantages over you. Standing, big dick. I really don't think it was directed at me, but this was a learning opportunity, right? So I was like, I tapped him on the shoulder, like, hey, not yeah. all stare, and like, even if stereotypes seem to be positive, right? They're not. Like, yeah. what if like a black man who has an average size penis? comes around and hears you say that he's not gonna feel good about himself well that was me i was actually gonna say you were there no i was actually gonna stay on stay on stage (laughs) when i seen like the the few black men that were in the audience i was like sorry my niggas i can this isn't this isn't for everybody like i know i'm not bringing the heat right now when it comes to penis size but this is the you're best welcome we got. white men i often i often have the hot takes but i gotta say that was the least of my worries ever doing this show is what my dick was doing yeah i was like fuck it yeah the i gotta smaller, worry about so many yeah, other things yeah. well i knew my food pot was the gonna smaller, cover most the better, of it yeah whatever me, yeah still. especially if the gut hides it yeah that's yeah like, I bet Solange is really comfortable. It's just penis protection. No. <laughs> it's just four or five guys talking about all these dicks. Yeah. You guys are still talking about cocks? Yeah. And I know, and I know Big D is black, but he's throwing the N-word around anyway. It's just a comfortable situation for it's Solange. Good. Y'all my niggas. Hey, that's yeah. the, that's the green room at the backstage yeah. of the Nike Comedy Show case podcast. I mean, for the record, I'm pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> it's all good. I'm about to back away anyway, so. Well, we're about to get out of here. Cool. Thank you yeah. guys for, for coming back. Yeah, Dan Martin's Thank about to, to kill it. He's on, he's coming up soon. I'll be on at 11 o'clock. Set your swatches. Alright. Parker Lewis can't lose. Yeah. Yeah. Synchronize. <laughs> Alright. Dan, Big D, what, do we have anywhere we could follow you on, uh, yeah. Instagram? Yeah, just chime in that one. In the one um, you segment. can check me out on Instagram, official Big D Comedy, hashtag Big D Comedy. You can check me on Twitter at Big D Comedy. You can check me on Snapchat at Big D860. And then on Facebook, I don't really want to use my government, but it's Demetrius Hullum. Follow me on Facebook. And, um, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. You can find me on Instagram at Dan Martin Comedy. <laughs> and you can you find have to me type on, it in an accent, though. Yeah, you can find me on, and then a different one for Facebook. Find me on Facebook at Dan Martin, because that's my name. Bye! <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do uh, a British accent, say Facebook.co.uk. Oh, hello, I forgot. I also have a Twitter. <laughs> it's Fan Martin, like you're a fan. And I was stupid ten years ago and thought I'd have those. <laughs> or you just made a typo. Thanks, guys. Quick slide note. Uh, you know, okay, I'll, I'll knock up the British accent. Dan does it best, anyway. Um, so we missed April. We're missing May by the time you're hearing this. But we also missed a special March show that was going to happen. Dan Martin was going to record his debut album. And it it didn't happen because of the the coronavirus. But Dan took an old long set that he did that he recorded in Maine and put it up on his band camp. So if you're on band camp, check out Dan Martin. It was uh, produced in part by... Dead Air Dennis Mailer, who works with us in the current iteration of the podcast. So go to Fan Martin or Fan Martin, whatever accent you want to type it in on, and check that check that out. It's called Jesus Take the Wheel.
Dan Martin's uh, pre-debut. He's still going to record the the full album naked. We just don't know exactly when. So be on the lookout for that. All right. So this next clip is of good buddy of ours, Will Martin. <laughs> We're staying in the Martin family. Uh, Will Martin, for those of you who don't know, he did, did improv as well as stand up and he, he did a, a great one man show called Total Loss. And then he took his talents across the country to California. Unfortunately, he was touring on the show and the last time that he did it was in Massachusetts. And then he had to cancel a, a bunch of dates as this craziness just continued to to build up. So we'll talk a little with uh, Will Martin, who's got a kind of a unique sensibility about him in terms of the types of shows he done. Roll the clip, myself. Okay, Matt, take it away. Hey, Will Martin is here. Hi, Will. Hi. How's it going, folks? Good. I'm here. Hey. That was Will Martin. Follow him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see you guys. Yeah, at Mr. Will Martin. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, is it at Mr. Will Martin? It is, is at it Mr. Will Martin. On Twitter. So on, on Twitter. Instagram, your childless fun dad. Childless fun dad. Someone was already Mr. Will Martin. I was late Martin. to the Insta game. Oh, but why yeah. didn't you go with childless fun dad on Twitter? Because I liked, I liked, you like I liked having your name it's more and you useful. like being formal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I if anyone addresses me as Will, I say I please say Mr. Will. Yeah, yeah. That's Mr. Martin. It's Mr. Will Martin. Thank you. Wait, so I'm going to full name. I'm gonna, full name. Yeah, I'm going to toddler teacher like Mr. Will. You're We're going to have a race to the cell phone cuz I'm going to I'm going to register the uh twi- <laughs> Twitter handle. That's Mr. Mr. Will Martin to you. <laughs> Here we go. It's, right now. It's it's way too long. It's not going to fit. I mean Although, Twitter well, is, no, it's just the display names now that you can make long. It's not the ats, probably. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make yeah, that explain. Yeah, you can change that all you like. Well, you yeah. can make that your display. That's Mr. 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 Will Martin. Is that appropriately Halloween-themed? Maybe. Yeah. Put a pumpkin emoji. There you go. You're good. Pumpkin emoji. Yeah, yeah. Well, how's it been going? What have we been chatting about? Well, I don't know. I missed a large chunk of the show. Oh, nice. Which is always my favorite part to go back and listen to because I, I just like because dan martin came to me backstage because he, he likes to help out by suggesting jokes for audience members uh-huh. and he's mm. like "Ooh, things just went off the rails back there <laughs> so i'm like great can't wait to tune in yeah what are sorry i was gonna ask what are the best like canned jokes i always hear the one that's like why can't you hear pterodactyl p because the p is silent but what are the other Jokes that the is audience that really the main one that you that, hear? I hear that one every time. Really, every month. Yeah. Um, Dan, I think Dan wrote one that that sounds like a kind of a like a canned kids joke that that I like, and he says, "What kind of pants do Super Mario and Luigi wear?" Denim, denim, denim. Uh, <laughs> I think he wrote that. I think he wrote oh, that. That's good. I'm going to give him credit so for it. Yeah. Because uh, I, I can't believe he gave that up. It's a good one. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, maybe I he didn't give well. it up. He I didn't know where it was it. going either. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. They wear overalls. Yeah. yeah well, I, I thought about no the overalls. Yeah. 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 I was like, what? Yeah. Italian gosh bagosh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, or I was thinking it was going to be like an, uh, what are they called? Goomba. Okay. Oh, Which yeah. I'm just realizing how racist it is that the villains in Mario Brothers are called Goombas. Goombas. I thought they were called yeah. Koopas. No, those, those are the both. turtles. The oh, Goombas the are the little brown things. Yeah, yeah. 
you know what? Does this ever happen to you? I don't know if it was just my circle of growing off on slight tangents, but uh, in my circle of Nintendo playing friends, mm-hmm. what would you call the other creatures that have shells on them and sometimes have wings on the shells? Koopas. You know, Koopas. What did you call them? <laughs> I don't. I didn't start calling them this, but people would call the ones with. That's a lot of preamble. People would the call the ones with the <laughs> with the wings on them ducks, even ducks? though they don't ducks? have. They do not have beaks. <laughs> That's definitely wrong. Yeah, I know, but it was They're just like. Ducks. What about the walking ones? Did you call them walking ducks? I don't know. They're I think what you say is they were koopas and ducks. But I heard so later on when they came out with like the the all, um, Mario Kart Double Dash, mm. the ones with wings were called Koopa Paratoo. Yeah, instead of Koopa Troopa. Sure. Yeah, so Koopa Troopa, Koopa. I always lost the booklet to But never a duck. Holy crap. A duck. That's unique. Yeah. What about the, do we do, do we fuck with Red Shells and Yelp? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the Jazz Moles? What did you call those? That's late game. This is a Oh, I don't know. I don't think I ever got that far. I think that was something that, like, play Nintendo was more of like a community thing. And as I got older, when you get, like, systems, you just have your house. And you just play them in your house. Yeah. Especially if it's a one-player game. Sure. Because at least with Mario, you die, and then the next guy goes. Right. But same with like Sonic. What did you call the jazz moles? Jazz moles. Jazz moles. Yeah, I was wondering Uh, if there's another name. Because they have cool sunglasses. (laughs) They have cool sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. And they're moles. So we're like, hey, jazz moles. But I think they're called something that's totally not that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, me and my buddy, beat Super Mario World in one night, one time, by accident. Wow. Because we like we start, we just like went over after school, and it was like 4 p.m. And we just like, hey, let's just start over because we just played that game. It was just like the thing. It was like bowling. It was just like we're gonna hang out and play (laughs) Super Mario World, and. We just started the game, and then at, like, 7 p.m., we're like, we are going to do it. Like, we're going to beat this game. And, like, sure. it was a slaw. Like, some of those late <laughs> boss oh, levels yeah. are, you know, we didn't, we didn't, like, go through, like, Magic Land. Like, we went through the whole, because there's, like, four levels of, we're in the weeds now in Super Mario World, sorry. But yeah, we're, yeah. there's, like, four levels of... Like fancy, like more difficult. The star levels. Yeah, mm-hmm. star level. Exactly. Different colored Yoshi's. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. And uh, and yeah, we we beat that game in one night. It was nuts. That's pretty damn cool. Still the best thing I've ever done. I've never really? done anything better than that. that I was mean, so memories like that are big, right? Was beating them, beating games back in the day. You're like, holy shit! I that was only hard. Five yeah. people have ever done this. Yeah. Can I yeah. just? I don't beat video games that often, and especially video games that you can't. Pause or save. Oh yeah. And so I had this game, and this is maybe why I'm not like a big video gamer now. I'll I'll play. I'll fuck around. I'll push some buttons. But I had Hook based on the movie Hook <gasps> for Super Nintendo. Wow, I didn't know that existed. It's a great game, but you can't save it. You can't pause it. Mm. You just have to keep playing. No I chance. think you might have like a break from levels, like between you start to get the next thing, so you can go piss if you have to. Yeah. Or Eat dinner with your Not family or something. Pretty sure you wow. can't pause it. Holy There's crap. a lot of games that are like that. So I'm playing with my friends, or like we're trading off levels or something. But I think mm-hmm. you know if it's your house, you play more, or like they're they're sick of it. You yeah. know, it's frustrating dealing with yeah. Rufio or some. <laughs> some I have to uh, I have to run back. I think right. I'm probably out. I don't know if Big D's here, but hey. All right. Uh, at Mr. Will Martin, or... And we're going to talk about your van show. Ah, oh, so, a van show next time. All right, Go we'll talk about podcast. it next time. Okay. Is Big D here? Uh, 
Oh, nice. Oh, word. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, so you got, you got quite some so time. So I'm going to do, my set will be two minutes long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I can talk about the van show. Okay, yeah. And well, basically my end of my story is that oh, my friends went out outside because we've been playing this for hours to play basketball. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to fight Captain Hook. I'm almost done. <laughs> almost beating the game. I kept dying from him. And, and then... I beat him while all my friends were not there to see it. Oh, it's a no. celebrate. I, oh. I, I had the control of my hand. I put it over my head. I pulled the unit out of the yeah. wall. So I didn't even get to see the cool end of video game uh, shit. You see. That is brutal. Yeah. That we, sucks. There, there's a level in the Mario where the, there's like four bricks. And they just move randomly, and it's over a pit of lava. So you just have to memorize where the bricks go. Same exact thing. We yeah. finally beat that. Woo! Pull it out. And it was like it was just silence for like a minute. Oh, and a half. Jesus just, Christ! Like, me and my younger brother's crowning Amazing. achievement was we beat an arcade game in the arcade. We oh what? Twenty dollars into the Die Hard arcade game. Oh wow! <laughs> and played it all the way to the end. I've never is, seen someone beat an arcade game. Did you play it barefoot? We what? were at a campground, so probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, word. The okay. worst thing is, at the very end of the game, when you and the second player win, the last level is you now have to fight each other to the death, so only what? one of you wins what? the game. <laughs> that is so fucking monster. Yeah. That's, like, not very diehard. No. Right? Like, <laughs> he didn't have a partner, but it's a two-player game. Oh, right, my so gosh. So do you guys remember Metal Gear Solid on the first PlayStation? Yeah. Yes. This is a two-disc this was, mm, you have to, gear. once you get to the end of the first one, you gotta literally, it's like, what is it, five or ten minutes before you put the second one in, in a short memory. Alright, so, I love my granddad, but I hate him for this moment. My granddad loves Atlanta Braves and the playoffs and everything now, but it was just one summer, it took six of us, six kids in one room, sweaty ass room, no showers or nothing, it took us like six hours to beat the first of Metal Gear Solid. We beat it, and we're about to put the second disc in, and then my granddad comes up because the Braves are about to play. <laughs> and he fucking cancels all of that shit. And it's... You oh, can't man. hate the man, but it's like, Jesus, <laughs> yo. Like, you can come close, I guess. I fucking hate... <laughs> no. That's the curse of the Atlanta Braves. All right, Will, tell me about the van show. The van show. How's it going? How'd it's, it start? It was fun. I mean, uh, I live in a van. I live in a Dodge Grand Caravan. License plate um, number? So, say again. <laughs> Soccer homeless. Yeah. And uh, it's a good time. And then Angela Sawyer, who is phenomenal, great Boston comedian, and um, fellow unique living situation haver at different mm -hmm. times. She's in an apartment now, but she lived in the record store where yes, she worked. Yes, where she had a show occasionally, and it was the tiniest fucking record store. Yeah. It was like and a photo booth. It was tiny. Thing. And she would like sleep under the records, like n near the window, what? so no one could see into the record store. Oh. Angela's life is absolutely wild. She told a story tonight about oh, yeah. being on tour with a band and going to the middle of nowhere in, like, North Carolina, and a guy's house burnt down. It's just absolutely... This is like just it's the stories that she has this all the time. This is a very tame story for yeah, her. Yeah, honestly, like. honestly. Um, anyway, so she was like, we got to do a show with the van. we got to do, like, a van show. So we were like, are we going to do it, like, in the van? Like, can we get people... It would be, like, very cramped. It would be like, okay, we can get, like, six audience members and three comics. You All know? in your shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then, and then we're like, no, let's not do that. Maybe more audience members. So then we're like, okay, we'll do a green room in the van, and the comics come out to perform, 
at the thing. And we're like, I don't think people are going to be up for that. I don't think people want to like sit hunched over in my van for an hour. So we're like, okay, great. We'll just, the van will be the backdrop and I'll get like a light and uh, like a mic and we'll just do it out into, we'll just sort of find a spot and like be there for like an hour and then just leave, you know, so hopefully no one calls the cops. Um, and we found this spot in Somerville that I won't say the address of, but it was a great spot. Yeah. Uh, and the people who live nearby actually saw that there was a show and like came out to watch the show. Yeah. And brought wine, I think. Friendly neighbors. Friendly yeah. neighbors. So they were all very chill. And like someone walked their dog after and was like, oh, you should have told me about it. So it was wonderful. <laughs> Go right. door to door. Yeah. Yeah. Barking. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do a show in your parking lot. Is that cool? Uh, anyway, it was very fun. It was a good time. Uh, it was a unique thing. First time you were doing First it? First time. Yeah, but I have all the stuff now, so we have to do it again. Yeah. And have you ever did Andy's show in a truck yes. thing before? Well, that was part of the inspiration. Gotcha. Yeah, is yeah. that night market thing is so cool. I love that mm-hmm. night. And Andy sets up a whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He decks it out. It looks like a comedy club in a truck. That's yep. what it's called. Yeah. Just a clever name. That's nice because it's a full U-Haul. So he gets like a yeah. mic stand on like 12 chairs in there and it's like a And whole. you don't have to worry about people tracking stuff through it. You just return it the next day. Boom. Sweep it out. Yeah, there you whenever. go. Yeah. 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 But I can understand you not wanting to be, make your place the green room. So. Well, yeah, it's just not enough space. I well, yeah. I wouldn't mind people in there, but it's like it's a sleep pod. You know, it's like I get in there, I have all my clothes in there, and I go to bed. Like it's yeah. it's yeah. Anyway, but that's the van show. It's called Why Don't We Do It in the Van. Uh, and we'll have another. It probably in November if it stays. It's very weather contingent show, but I think it'll stay. It'll stay warm enough. It'll yeah. Stay. But hey, yeah, yeah. see you next time. I gotta go run the show. All right. Mr. Will Martin on Twitter, hmm. Childless Fun Dead on Instagram. Okay, here's another clip of uh, not really love at first sight, but fun at first talk, I guess. I don't know. We talked to Maurice Green and Al Christakis. And these guys are, I didn't know Maurice as well, but he, he was an excellent guest, hit the ground running. I know Al Christakis a little bit more well. He is a, a very eccentric character. Uh, I follow him on Instagram, and he's, he lives at home in Cape Cod, and he works at a, his parents' Greek restaurant. I don't know. It's worth a follow. Is that enough to entice you? Well, maybe he'll win you over. And we're going to do another before and after chunk. So we'll hear them before they do their sets, and then afterwards. Now, and the second part, Al came back a little bit earlier, so don't get confused. Don't be wondering where Mo went. He'll be right along. So here we go. Roll it. Hit the keyboard. Let's go. And we're here with two newcomers like we normally like to start the show with, coming all the way up from vast portions of New England, Connecticut, yeah. Cape Cod, Al Christakis and Mo Green. Hello, guys. What's up? How's it going? Good. All right. What's going on? How you doing? (laughs) So, oh, shit. Al, I think I talked to you about this on Barry White in the house over here. So I'll start with you. (laughs) All the ladies. Ladies, look out. Mo Green's coming for you. Like, literally. All right. Go ahead. All right. So... Why? All right, Mo, are you coming for the ladies? I guess that's the first question. Nick wants to know. I always come. <laughs> you got to get a little there. Uh, always come oh, for the ladies. That's so nice. If you it's want, you can move the mic over. He's giving to the ladies. Yeah. 
Always coming for the ladies. Always coming. You know, that's a question. That, you know, every month when we do these, sometimes the same questions get asked. Oftentimes it does in the, in the beginning. But I think a question I've never asked, and this is maybe for later, for your second appearance on the show, for you two in particular, but if you've ever met someone at the Naked Comedy Showcase and started off, started something off with that. My aunt really wanted to come. Oh, yeah? I told her I was doing this. You could be your own uncle. Yeah, she's like a kind of like a hippie. And she was like, I really want to go. It sounds like fun. And I'm like, why this one? You haven't gone to any others. Plus, hippies are always naked yeah. anyway, so. <laughs> it's like right up our alley. I guess so. <laughs> My uncle wants to. So did you discourage her from coming? Did you say, uh, how about another month? I said, I, I just, yeah, basically I was like, I please don't. And she was like, I'm, I'm going to come anyway and not tell you. So she might be uh, out there. True. Yeah, well. Hi, Marina. Hopefully she bought a ticket in advance because the show sold out in advance. <laughs> My head cousins of mine come to the show once, and I heard them t- talking about it over Christmas before they knew that I did it. So I just kind of kept it to myself, and it was it's great. a big joke. They were in the second row. They said they couldn't see anything, so I stood on the stool. And uh, <laughs> Welcome to the show, fellas. I exposed myself to my cousins. Okay. Yeah. No. Did you have anybody, like, be ashamed or whatever of you doing this? No. In fact, my my, uh, my family didn't miss a beat. They were just like, yeah, whatever. Okay. They know that I've done comedy shows in pawn shops and weird locations yes. where comedy wasn't welcome or laundromat like, why you guys have it yeah i've done a laundromat in cambridge and you know where's the all right we'll start with mo where's the weirdest show you've performed so the weirdest show i've performed it could be you know i guess that's a two-part question it could be the weirdest venue because it could be a perfectly normal show just in a weird space like a laundromat or like the weirdest show, like some other things were going besides just the venue. Let me, let me try to think. I know I, I did a um, retirement party with some black folks, and I had to be. So it's like sixty-five-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, but it, but it was children there too, so I had to be clean. Uh-huh. And I'm a traditionally dirty comic, so mm. and I was drunk off. I was like, can I curse? Can we curse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was shit-faced off my ass, <laughs> but I didn't curse. But like, you know what I mean? I just yeah. I knew I know how to turn it off. And like, you, if you hear the tape, you hear the kids crying in the background. Not because my jokes were bad or anything, but it, yeah. There was I some mean, most of the time there, the kids so aren't even paying attention. Like that, that, you know. That that was tough. And I just one lady, she had like this sparkly shirt, and she like looked like Weezy Jefferson. She was trying to, heck, <laughs> she was trying to heckle me, so I was just calling her all kinds of seventies <laughs> older black lady names. But they they they, they love. Yeah, that. You know See, I mean? that's so good. Like you that was the that scenario is like you should just abandon your material and talk about what's going on in the yeah. room anyway. Oh yeah, like, yeah, definitely. All these people aren't. They're not there for the comedy show. They're there because it's their right. buddies, you know, or family members' retirement party. All right, so that's the weirdest uh, retirement party with babies, like the age range from six months to ninety. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, nuts. nine decades mm-hmm. worth of variation. But the most difficult one, I did a, a Nigerian party, and um, it started two hours late, right? Yeah. And there was a buffet. But you were on time. I was there. I was yeah. there on time. Yeah. But once the comedy started, they started the buffet at the same as that time. Oh, perfect. So everybody was in line eating food while we're, I'm trying to tell jokes. Yeah. So he said, why is this man telling these jokes? We don't want to eat this. We're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, that was bad. <laughs> what about you, Al? Same question. Uh, my first six months in, I did like a nursing home gig that was just such a fucking nightmare. I didn't even know it was a nursing home until I showed up. And I was like, is this the place? My friend was like, yeah. And I was like, you said I could be dirty, right? And he's like, 
I mean, I think so. And then we talked with the <laughs> fucking guy, and he's like, absolutely not. So the first six months. Well, see, like, here's the thing. Oh, so you got to be clean within six months. Well, yeah, it's that's like. Clean. That's even. The, geez, when you yeah. start off, it's like all filth. Like that's okay, all you throw out. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, I'm doing tit fuck jokes, and I'm like, make love to breasts, and these old people are just looking at me. Like no one's laughing. Oh my God. No one's looking at me. Everyone's just sitting there all old and upset. It was horrible. I like when old people do that because they act like younger people invented dirty sex. Yeah. Like, you see those statues and paintings? Like, they show DP. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> they really do. I'm like, we didn't invent this. We got this from you. Yeah. Like, stop that. Now, just because your, your genitals don't work, you're not, <laughs> you're not a freak anymore. Yeah. <laughs> elderly jealousy, that's all. Yeah, that's all it is. All right. Wow. Yeah. I've never done a retirement home. I know, like, there's a comic that, that organizes those. And they're usually on Friday afternoons anyway. So yeah. if I, uh, I mean, there are there are times when I'm without a day job, I guess, but never really wanted to yeah, just jump not, onto it's that. It's good pay, I think. But yeah, I, maybe. Good budget. I, I but that's just a, that if you like put your again. fingers in their bathrobes and walk yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't steal from the elderly if you no, 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 I was just thinking about this one time. This uh, awesome gold necklace. I was doing a private gig and like a 65 year old woman just like seduced me, and I just wanted to have ravaging her elderly body. I, hey, hey, man. She's like actually like because I had to use the bathroom. There were no bath. It was a rooftop. It's on a private gig. There was no bathroom. It was on the roof. I mean, this place is like two thousand dollars a month for like a studio. Wow. So it's like if you want to use the bathroom, come downstairs. <laughs> then we got to the elevator. She's like. I didn't just bring you down here to use the bathroom. <laughs> she started like blowing me, whatever. She's like, she's like, so am I just gonna suck your cock or you're gonna fuck me? And it was nuts. Wow. But the crazy thing That's to the, the feedback story is, that comedians want to hear. The crazy you know? thing is though. She rejected me after we were done. Never haven't heard from her in a year and a half. Well, that's she, like a she perfect, was done with me. That's done. like a perfect example oh, of what man. comedy is, anyway. You, know? so you, like, you kill a crowd and then stand you? by the door and no like my homegirl, my homegirl, Miss Conduct from Connecticut. She might do this too. She's like, Dad, you got swerved by a seventy-year-old. That's crazy. Oh, I God. did. See, he I comes was, in here and he's bragging. I, I'm not. <laughs> I swerved. That's. That, <laughs> I've been. Here, I'm texting this woman. She's like, I'm too busy. I'm like, you don't have that much time left on Earth. How could you? Be, yeah. Oh. <laughs> take this dick. <laughs> oh God! Wow. I don't have much of a sex drive, but I do it for the story. It sounds like fun. No, it's nice. Yeah. Okay. Follow up question for you, Al. Then, do you think now, like that was how long you've been doing comedy now? Since then, uh, two, three years. Okay. So, so that's that's a lot of time to to improve, and the more you do it, the more you notice and whatever. So, do you, you're probably much better at comic now than you were six months ago. So the for question sure, that I have yeah. for you, okay. Yeah. Do you think that you are good enough where if you had to do that same gig now, uh, you could get one of the people in the audience to uh, blow you and let them fuck you at the end? I mean, I'm not that charming. You know? I don't <laughs> I don't have that Mo Green dick swagger, apparently. I just don't have it. I don't have that X factor okay. right. for that old, old uh, puss. She the, looked like a ginger crypt keeper, trust me. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> oh, God. Like, you ever watch Who's the Boss? Remember Mona? Of course. Now, imagine, like, yeah. an older version of Mona. Oh, yo, you should watch the movie Brazil, because mm -hmm. Mona, that, that actress is in it. But she's, like, older know, now. She's older, but she in the movie, she's older, and she keeps getting plastic surgery, and then it gets undone, so... 
That, oh, that's almost like the perfect mm. I actually example. Like, I had it's a, a good movie. I had a pornographic flash for some reason when you said that. <laughs> well, Mona, you know, she had big boobs. She was the, really the boss. In that. Oh, yeah. Angel Mode Bob. maker the boss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We've started out on a strange part. Right. Yeah. Back to, oh, so the traditional, how'd you find out about the Naked Comedy Showcase? What made you uh, want to do it? Uh, I heard good things from Justin P. Drew, and he said Big D. Big D told me about it as well. Mm-hmm. Big D. Big D's the one. I- Shout out to Big D. He's the fucking man. Big D's the one that told me about it, and I was like, if he, he if he can have the confidence to do it, you know what I mean? Well, I can I can I can do it too. Yeah. I know somebody that hooks up with Big D, and apparently he has like the biggest dick ever, though. So Michael Penis Joke is is, is, is it's all a farce. Uh, maybe I don't know. I haven't Michael heard. Penis off. Really? <laughs> I think I'm almost there. That's why I don't want to fucking do this. <laughs> It's like, why? You took Viagra earlier. That's what's weird. I'm yeah. You did? Yeah. Yeah. I was planning on it. My brother was like, I can get you some fucking Bulgarian Viagra. And I'm like, why? Bulgarian? Ooh, you look yeah. like your dick looks like Rusev. I guess so. I feel like or if you're hard fucking... on the show, you're a pervert. But if you're too small, you're like not a man. So you need like a perfect blend. <laughs> I don't. I don't think anyone is ever not a man. I mean, Dude, I don't have I've seen some... Uh, I've seen some very small things. Looks the size of my life. large clitoris. That's oh, that's yeah. basically might, me, dude. You I, might look like an FTM female to male. You put, you know, I am a grower. I'll say that much. I do not like mm-hmm. my soft dick is horrible. It's a nightmare, and uh, it's not going to be fun for it, me. Yours is like glaciers. You know, like you see like a little ice. Yeah, on top, and the, it's going to rise. But underneath you, it's like deep. Oh yeah, dude. Push so you got, the you fat got back. Deep, it's like another inch, yeah. but it's not going to. I got that. I got that glacier loving baby. You got that second level of dick underneath. Yeah, <laughs> like, or like coral reef. Now, how long? When you say, can I do Viagra real quick? Is that all right? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anything some? for the show. What <laughs> for the story, man? We need to boost these podcast ratings. We're you know. uh, so yeah. There one someone took Viagra before, but they didn't get hard like in time for the show. What, so. That's not how it works. So yeah, that's like it's supposed to maintain like, your erection. And you have right? to be a, no. You have to be. A, you, have you have to already to be aroused. Be yeah, you gotta be like half an hour, stuff. right? Like you can't just like take a Viagra and like, yeah, I want to have sex with this llama. It doesn't work. Yeah, you still have to be attracted to somebody. What it does is it opens your blood vessels. So if you are turned on, you're getting plenty of blood flow down. Okay. But if the person doesn't turn you on, your blood so that, vessels be open, but there's no. What blood about flow. if you know sometimes if you're just on a long bus ride or something yeah. and <laughs> it just happens on its own, no one's turning you on. I'm also about if to. If you had 40. taken a Viagra before that, would you just be stuck with it, like? For me, it's never, it's never, it it only works when I'm in a mood. Yeah. But I mean, you take it, when do you know? Like, if you know you're gonna have sex in the next half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you just take it, that's when you take it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. But it's it's the worst when you take it and then nothing nothing happens, man. Oh, shit. That's the worst, man. Like, nothing. Yeah, like, you get get rejected. You know what I'm saying? The old lady doesn't call you back. You know what I'm saying? It's a a bad experience. She can smell the Viagra on you. That's why she... Like, sometimes when I'm feeling manic, I, like, take a Viagra before I go to the club. Like, I don't even even know what's going to happen. But Mm. I know if I get something, I'll be ready. Ah, okay. Never happened. Never. I have have all the confidence, but it just... I'm 40. You just go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a re- reverse shallow house. It's just, I, I think I look attractive once I get the pill. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get more desperate. Who wants to fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Please. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But does it keep you hard longer even after you're done? It, it makes you get your recharge like 
Okay, so you can yeah. go against. So. But you have to be attracted but, to the person. Okay, you but you're not like maintained. It's not. No, like, no, that's a that's a myth. Okay, that's a myth. All right. Yeah, that's a myth. Okay, so it just hmm. keeps your pores or your blood, whatever that is, your vessels open. So once you get aroused, your blood starts to go there. But if it's constricted from clogged arteries and all that, then veins, then yeah, that's where ED comes there. from. Like, right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the, the Viagra. Or the Cialis opens those valves up. Mm. So then you got the flow. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's going there, man. Yeah. I know a lot about that. I study about this shit. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Now, you, this is an audio. You couldn't see the, the hand gestures, but they were like pistons. Like, <laughs> like, like pistons firing. Or like, like, like milk I, like I say, Thomas, or like milk, Dennis Robin running down the court. It's like I was there. Was Bill awesome. <laughs> or like milking a cow. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or juggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. See, I feel like I should have took Viagra. This is bullshit. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought you were serious, man. You're doubling I, down. You asked me if you could take it. I mean, I'm not promoting It's wor- too late, usage. Matt. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Tell me a sexy story. I don't want to okay. just right. go out there. <laughs> All right. Uh, sexy stories. Okay. Hey, just, this is not really that sexy story. But I guess, what if you took Viagra and went to a strip club and got a lap dance? Oh, yeah. It wouldn't do you any yeah, good. That, that I mean, work. like you would just get a no. That that that, boner, that, that would know. that 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 would work. And I'd probably be trying to do some raw dog sex in the shanty. <laughs> yes, I'd definitely be trying to just like fuck it. Yeah, because it just takes the blood you know, away from your brain. You know, it's like wants, a, you know, must wants, complete mission. Because when you got when it's up and then you, you put the condom on it, it just mm. it's like kryptonite to the penis. Mm-hmm. Condoms, man. It's, the smell of the rubber, the tightness. It's like ugh. yeah. But you got to do it though. Yeah, it's yeah. AIDS. Yeah, what I found <laughs> in, 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 my, in my condoming days, to get I'm married now, so I don't know. But uh, is yeah, you would have to put it on in the first try because if you got to the second try, you're just like, uh, uh, especially like how you look around my age, 38. Yeah, I'm 36. Okay, so yeah, I'm 39. Yeah. So like you know, the equipment doesn't work as much as it used to. So yeah, like, yeah. When you try to put a condom on it, man. It's just like uh, yeah. <laughs> it's bad, man. You look, you look a little younger. That technical you difficulties. I, I look like shit, but I'm 23. Yeah, you look, you seem younger, but so you still have all your faculties down there. It's, it's, it, you work. And you, and I'm diabetic and fat as shit. It's not that great, you know. I feel like from what you said, though, you're not sexually active that much. I don't unless really care. you masturbate profusely. No, I'm not. I'm not. What I'm saying is, you have the youth and the vigor. Like if you decided to go that route, you'd be a champion. You know, I, I don't really chase that. A dick champion. A dick champion. Maybe <laughs> if I if I gave a shit. Yeah, no, no. It's strange. It's hardcore going through puberty. I was yeah. like just really into it, but now I, I don't care. I don't chase it's, after it. I don't. It's like you got old early almost, man. I guess so. I don't, <laughs> I don't have much of a sex drive. How long have you been diabetic? Your whole life, or did you? Um, it was like two. Okay. Oh man. So type one. That's yeah. the non-preventable one. So yeah. what does that? Does that mean you have to put uh, a stick shots multiple times a day, or do you do something oh, yeah. else? Is it a built-in thing? I know there's another comic, Dan Bulger's diabetic. He had the. Oh yeah, he has the the soul patch. I have that too. Mm, so nice. I'm not gonna be completely naked. I'm gonna have that on. Oh yeah. Right. Gonna I'm gonna put it on my on. dick real quick and. <laughs> yeah. Trying to hide some of it. I put it right at the end and be like, it was. There's more dick there. You just can't. I, like it. I just got a patch over it. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Keep the rest of my dick over here. They might tell you like reminiscent of Opie Hughes. 
Opie Hughes. Yeah. I don't know if I know who that is. Opie and Anthony? Oh, yeah, Opie and Anthony. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, you got the beard and you know. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're saying Opie. he looks like Opie. I was yeah, like, he reminds me of Opie. I thought you were talking about Opie's dick for a second. I was like, I don't know where this is going, but I, I like this uh, conversation. Yeah, I'm not sure. But Opie and Anthony, when they had a radio show in uh, in Boston, they got uh-huh. fired for a dick-related thing because... They encouraged couples to like have sex in strange places. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah couple yep, the guy was the fucking the girl in the ass. Yeah, the comedy guy. The ass in the church. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know the details. The, what was like the double? I don't know. Oh, the double dribble or something. Sort of yeah. No, but yeah. here the, the, the podcast and oh, like yeah. this, like I'm like this is this is almost Opie. Yeah. <laughs> Opie esque. I, I, I hear no cheers back there. Is it? Is anything going on? Oh, yeah, dude. You know, you, you, know, you can't hear the, oh, okay. the, the venue yeah. from there. We're, do we change right here? Can I no, just no. take it out right now? Or, <laughs> is that cool? You could, I mean, it's, <laughs> you would have to walk out on the street and then walk down the hallway. Okay. Just uh, I'm, not, I'm not against it. I oh, there's no way back this way? Yeah. Uh, I kind of got to go to the bathroom. There's a bathroom that's right there. We have okay. our own private bathroom if you would like it. But you get uh, naked backstage. Yeah. Yeah, there's gonna be time in between the yeah. finishing the podcast and I just like take off your fucking clothes and get inside. Yeah, no, you're not gonna be. I'm I'm trying to text Dan Martin now. This is a little strange that no one's usually. Yeah. People are usually good about. Uh, I mean, mess up the show's over. Yeah. Good show, man. You missed something. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. I'd kind of be relieved. They just use this. You know, <laughs> for one, I've never been here. I didn't know this was a fucking theater. Like it's a big venue. Right. And right. on top of that, they're like it's sold out, and I was like, I thought there's gonna be three old perverts here. Uh, from what I hear, it sells out every month, man. Uh, man, I did not expect that. It doesn't always sell out in advance, but when it sells out in advance, that's always a kind of a good feeling. People probably excited like New Year, you know what I mean? Like everybody. True. A lot of people are still in town vacation. Yeah. Like they didn't. The uh, New Year's Eve was Monday night, right? Mm-hmm. Which completely screws up my week because it just it feels like a Saturday. So today is Thursday. It feels like it's the third Thursday this mm-hmm. week. I'm also unemployed, so the days are kind of going together. <laughs> it just blends but, together. Yeah. The misery. Yeah. <laughs> not unemployed. You're a full-time entertainer. Full-time comic, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be awesome. Full-time. Full-time podcaster. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Get those Joe Rogan numbers, Broad you know what I mean? Podcaster. 30 grand a week. <laughs> Make 30 grand yeah. a week. They, they, they get money, man. They, I wouldn't say that, but... With the amount of view, the amounts of views that they get, that's why they do it all the time because that's that's their side income, man. Yeah, you also do money all, all sorts of different stuff. How's it going? He's next. All right. Next. All right, so I'm I'm right after him. So. After Al, follow him. I'm right after him, so should I? I should just follow him. Let's get ready. Yeah. Okay, Al, tell us about your sets. Give us the quick recap. Did you, did you not want your last name on it? Uh-huh. Did Al you Christakis. not? We talked to him earlier. Oh, okay, so this okay. is like he's checking oh, okay. in because this oh, is his yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, that was fucking great. They were so responsive. Like, they, every punch they loved. And, uh, yeah, they're just really nice. I think it's because they're really fucking uncomfortable. Oh, really? <laughs> they see your naked bot, like, just... Do you move around on stage for you? Like, oh... We have to laugh or he's going to kill himself probably. Now, do you walk around on stage? You know, usually I do, but I was just like... You keep it in the stand. I hold it in my hand. Usually I walk around a little bit, but it was... I don't know. I didn't want to, like, showcase more. You're barefoot. Everyone's getting one angle and one angle only. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I I used to get a rhythm Yeah, what do you do? Do you move around? Uh, No, I'm usually stationary. But tonight I actually noticed... 
I've never worried about the cord other than like not tripping on it or anything. Touching your dick. But like it kept, it brushed it once or twice, uh, and I was just like, oh, I I do not care for that. <laughs> <laughs> and like it just made me it very dirty. It is a dirty, dusty item. Figure out. I, um, and I just noticed like the cord being directly in front of my penis at different points, and I was like, is it? I hope it's not like blocking it all. Like that was like in the back of my head. It was like. You should. That, that's what. That's my next move. I'm gonna fucking yeah. block my whole dick with the cord. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it around. <laughs> Wrap it. Well, there's a rule. Of, I mean, never heard the cords made, but we we'll call it the Ryan Clausen rule. <laughs> you go back and listen to some old episodes. He tells a story. But a guy took his put his dick in the mic stand, and they didn't like that. And like this. Uh, this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How he like? Um, I didn't see it. it. Yeah. I, mean, like, I imagine he lowered it, but like I don't know how. Like, uh, how much can you lower it? I mean, I don't know. I think it could fit. I mean, uh, seems like a lot of prep these are work. Nick's mic stands, and like, he's he not here. Determined. Probably get mad. Oh, I feel yeah. like if you're putting your dick in a mic stand, you meant to put your like you are. Oh yeah, you're, you're no, like, I'm no. doing this. He That's, did it. You know, in his head, he was he like, "This would be a great thing," uh, but it just it was part <laughs> of really the spectacle. Funny. Yeah, he didn't like. Listen, last time I was on, Ted Pettingale was following me. Uh, He's I, should, I shouldn't have said his name. Show. Fuck. Uh, Whatever. Right, uh, you said it off mic. You're, you're not talking to the microphone at the moment anyway, so it don't worry. Okay, great. Um, so black, blah, blah, black. Yeah, so it's a comic I was following. His penis got an applause break before he said anything going on. What? Stick. Yes. Like, I've seen I got, I got off. penis. I'm not trying to discredit, I mean, a uh, person's penis. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah, I'm just jealous like, of the applause break. For good no, like, or bad, like, for I'm better or worse. And I did... It looked impressive. How did he like just point hall. to his... Did no, no, no. He you're wa- just going literally, to what you heard? I'm just trying to... So I, we walked, we passed in the hallway. He goes on stage. I was getting dressed out back. And he walks on stage, does not say a word, and the audience just goes, Oh! Wow. That did, it was like a golf fuck? clap. Yes, it was like, fucking yes. weird. And I was like, what the hell was this that? This is why I came here. It's <laughs> like, gee, uh, good for him. That's not even fair, dude. <laughs> that's, that ruins the whole point of this thing, I feel like. Oh, man. That's going to be question number one. I... I could text Ted to get the answer now, but I would like him to come here. It feels like a thing I shouldn't like a tr- say his name well, and yeah, then say it, but also it's like he has such a deliciously huge penis. I can't tell anybody. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. I oh, <laughs> it was fine. Mike's saying, over here." Yeah, yeah, that was. I just remember that that I felt fine until that happened, and I was like, "What the f-? like that that hit me in the the confidence." Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Dicks can get applause for yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I had to stop writing so much. If someone came out aroused, maybe they would get one. Yeah. Or maybe it would be horrible. Because I remember the first time I did the show, I talked to you after because mm-hmm. uh, you had a mold checked out. Yes. I remember this I very because I and like you walked on stage and half of your pubes were shaved off. Yeah, <laughs> just half. Like and it was like down the middle and like you walked on stage and I'm like, oh, that's weird. He better address that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I did. You did didn't. I? No, I no, was very upset about it. The entire I went up to you after. I was like, how the fuck did you not talk about that? That fucking <laughs> that fucking tell that good penis, bad penis. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Wow. I'd be like, do you want a shirt? Merkel's are like, no. You didn't address that. <laughs> I was trying to sell shirts, man. I'm not worried about doing new material. Uh, My half-shaved dick. Yeah. I used to think, or so as a kid, um, I don't know I don't know if I was a late bloomer. I wasn't checking in on my buddies. We didn't have to change in the locker room at school or anything. But sometimes you would hear, 
your uh, classmates volunteering information. And there's a kid, and I'll say his first and last name, Gary, <laughs> Gary Stanley. He was bragging about his pubic hair. He goes, I look down, I open, <laughs> open my pants up, look down, I see nothing but hair. <laughs> so when I started getting pubic hair, I was like, all right, I got some hair. But I got, like, no dick hair. Where is my dick hair? Uh, like, I thought I was going to grow hair on, on my the dick. dick itself. Yeah, There's, yeah, there are a couple yeah. stragglers, like, yeah, on the yeah, shaft. You know, like the worst the base, thing ever. The base. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought, like you said, like, urethra, mm. just like a scrub brush. <laughs> Do people you know? usually shave for this? I stopped shaving I don't know. For this. I don't think so. I did a joke about it when I opened it. I feel like, really? I yeah. feel like more often than not. I don't hear it. <laughs> The the joke I opened with tonight was uh is like got anyone else like frantically look at pictures of dicks all day <laughs> like trying to find a good pubic hair style <laughs> and a little mustache like, this, and then I then I point and I'm like this is as far as I got and I kind of didn't have time to frost the tips uh, <laughs> uh, yeah yeah the uh, yeah that's funny because I had a kid in high school who was on the hockey team and his nickname was uh, Moosecock. Moosecock. <laughs> old, uh, old Moosecock Mike. <laughs> old dirty Moosecock. <laughs> Mo. Yes. How was your... Sh- how was, how it was, was great. Yeah. I said it was great. Right. It was great. All right, great. Mo, Chloe. Mm-hmm. If you Does I, yeah. All right, so tell me Damn about going back Chloe. there. Did you keep your socks on or off? I kept my... Sneakers and socks on, definitely. Okay. I always wear a condom. On? I'm black. Yeah. Two ons. Okay. But really? Uh, I keep we got to keep our kicks on. I know? keep my kicks right. on. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, no, I really do. I had to pee like right before. I thought I was just going to piss on stage. Oh, yeah. Is that oh, right? No. I've never. Heard heard to me, personally, I not. Sensation. It, was right, Jesus. It, was, it was right in the mushroom tip, like the sensation. No, I get how penises work. Uh, I, understand I don't. That. Explain. It was like um, a, right before we were man, as a man. Well, you see, one end is like a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and we fill it with mushroom tip. Yeah. And I had to when a bladder it yes, it loves a urethra very much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had to yeah. pee so bad once I had, I started peeing through the middle of my penis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I told you. Like found a hole like, like a, fine, a small finite. Capri suddenly he drops on a rock. Thinking of like shotgunning a beer. Uh, You're like, oh, here we go. <laughs> That'd be the best way if you could shotgun it. No, but uh, I, I don't know if I told this story before, but one night coming up on a Thursday for this show, I had to pee so badly, and it was nowhere to park, and then I was in the municipal lot. I drove around like three, four times. Good. I just stopped in the middle of the municipal lot, jumped out of my car, <laughs> grabbed a cup that was in my car, and just pissed between my door. Uh, yeah. And the, but the cup filled up so fast. Yeah. Cause I have like an it's hour of, drive up here from Rhode Island, right? In a person. The cup filled up so fast, so now the piss is splashing. And I'm oh, telling oh, it's no. daylight out. Oh, like I'm just, oh, shit. and I'm just, oh. nothing happened. Look at, yeah. Yeah, he it's got lucky. Yeah, no, beautiful to be me in Cambridge that What's day. It? Piss was, so what happened was, Piss all over my car. Piss, <laughs> just I piss on oh my pants. God. And so I went in my trunk where I keep like stuff for work. Cause I work with people in the community. So I've got swim trunks. I've got spare clothes. I've got a towel back. It's a Ninja Turtles towel. So I wipe up all the piss with my Ninja Turtles towel. And you know, well, I still use that towel. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I changed my pants and I came and did the naked show, which wouldn't have mattered because I got, yeah, naked, got naked. But I had to walk here from the car. So here's the question, though. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to guess the answer is no, but was it a big, big gulp? It wasn't a big gulp, but it was a large uh, 
cold brew. Empty cold brew. You cup. gotta that, see that's uh, you gotta get the big one every those time. Those are the big one. That, that the was the biggest. Can Can't you get yeah. even bigger though? It's, it's like, like thirty-two a ounce cup or whatever. Like how big? That's the biggest. Thirty-two ounce cup. Pushing this urine. Yeah. Wow. You have like a tractor trailer like reservoir. I pee like a beast. You don't see me. I'm out there though. And then this literally became a pissing contest. I feel like a few droplets. Oh yeah, thirty-two ounces. I could go sixty-four, bro. I. I I piss like Austin Powers yeah. after they defreeze. That's a fun scene. It's a very fun scene. I, but like, I piss like him every time. I piss like a 70-year-old man with prostate cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I just piss all the time. Frequently? Yeah. 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 Well, wow. So, Chloe, how often do you piss? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, uh, what kind of depends on the occasion. You know, do yeah. ladies piss? <laughs> they don't. No, the no. lady truckers, they have like the little bed. We pan. keep it inside. Lady truckers? Yeah, and they'll have the, like, if they don't want to stop, they put the bedpan there. I, I think I identify as a lady trucker. <laughs> lady truckers. I actually piss up my eyelids. Um, yeah. Ooh. Very, yeah, so all women do it. We hide it from men. So every time I wipe my wife's tears, I'm really it's just, just wiping up her urine. <laughs> Her face urine? Her face urine. Facial urine. I mean, it's... <laughs> Total facial. This is horrifying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what is, we should what? talk about other things. Are you going to cut all of this? Because that might be nice. So, no, the, all right, gonna, keep it. We're going to cut this and put this Great. in the Mo. Welcome yes. to the podcast. Yeah. We Did we talk about... This Conversation hard to begun. Do we talk about Mo yet? Oh well, he's kind of good. So I think. We How did you feel? So I wasn't here. How did he feel before his set? <laughs> oh no, I, I felt good. I was just going over like the time of you know the different five minutes I wanted to use, and um, definitely not getting invited back. I did a uh, like two minutes twenty I'm seconds sure over. Sure, you're fine. <laughs> I'm sure you're fine. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I was I was just having so much fun. He threw in a crush it. He's like, I'm yeah, not yeah, even back. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I destroyed. <laughs> like, they'll never have me again. Foundation is ruined. It's too it's too intimidating to put me on the show for the other comedians, so they just won't have me again. You know, it was a good not debut the, final performance. He, uh, <laughs> he didn't seem mad though. He he genuinely seemed happy when I got off stage. Yeah, not happy because I got off the stage, yeah. but happy. Because I did <laughs> yeah, get the fuck it off. Like, it's, it's better not, to burn out than straight away. Finally getting off. It's two hours later. Yeah, it's not often that premieres get combined with finales. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's but, like a uh, poem. It was, it was dope. It was, it was a good crowd. I wasn't. I wasn't. Did you interact story. with the crowd at all? When I have book show, I try not to do that. I try. You really, did a single one. I really try to. Yeah, I mean that, that interaction, but I don't do crowd work. If I have a book thing, I really try to stick to my script as much as I can. That's just. Yeah. yeah. That's just me. You know what I mean? I might veer off a little bit, but. Nah. I don't do personally do a lot of crowd work on the show, but my dick. <laughs> Does all the so, crowd work? Oh, well, crowd work! Did you just? <laughs> yeah, I just Stevie my, Wonder, my dick. Yeah, that's, what what that's what it's doing. That's what, <laughs> I just called. Who's your dick from? I wish my genitals sang. I was bad. You don't do crowd work or sing or anything. Did you already go? You already went up. Uh, yeah, I went up already. You crushed it too. How was it? It was good. It was great. I mean, like I was saying earlier, I mean, they're, you know, they're a fun crowd. And, and my, this is only my... an advanced crowd. Oh, yeah. Well, this is only my third time. But in my experience so far, um, they're always a good crowd. You know, they're they're rooting for you, which makes a kind of sense. Like, you're... You're you're literally naked. You're vulnerable. Whatever. And you know if you can. Well, you're, wacky, you're a wacky guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Y
I'm just, I'm just a cartoon. Um, that's why I pee out my eyelids, actually. Uh, it's, it's a real reason. I'm revealing a lot about myself it's, tonight. It's yeah, thank you. Uh, did you do your, so, did, so you were here that, two days, I saw you here two days ago for the naked, oh, for yeah, the first non-naked joke. The non-naked joke. The first naked joke of the year was tonight. But yeah, yeah. um, yeah. Did you I, do your first joke of the year? I didn't. That, with that yeah. thing, that joke was a bit, lo- that thing. <laughs> that, that joke, <laughs> that old bird. No, that, oh, that joke wacky, was, um, wacky Chloe. Yes, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> no, that, that joke was a bit longer and it, you know, it wasn't a hundred percent. I mean, the whole thing of the first yeah, joke is it's it. it's new, so that it wasn't a hundred percent polished. And, you know, I wanted to give it. them good stuff. Uh-huh. I like the joke, but it's also maybe not necessarily something to bring back because it requires a, a lot of setup. Yeah. So if I do somehow do it again, I'd have to trim it down a lot. I yeah. think. So open mic so, it for a while, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I've, Shelf it. Yeah, I no. like to do that too. I don't know. I've got a couple things that I um, that I've been meaning on meaning to to work on like before that one so maybe but you know i don't know we'll see i just want to ask uh matt if she if she pees out of her eyes (laughs) does that mean that she's urinating out of her sinus Um, actually, it's like a actually, actually, Dan, it's my sagina. Thank you very much. Sorry, that was literally a pissing contest. Oh no! You look like Conor McGregor from this angle now. Yeah, like you were opening. No, that's not flattering. He beat some people up in a not good way. Like not not on stage, right? Didn't he do a whole thing that was bad? Was he in jail? Was what was this deal? It was in a parking garage. Oh yeah, parking garage. Who was the dolly? He's a UFC fought Floyd Mayweather last year. Whatever. Yeah, that's not a great thing. But before we start talking about this, I wanted to say, pink eye with a clit. I don't know. All right. I got to work on it. All right. So hey, Dan, you come down here. You take over your guest hosting duties from last week. And then, Wait, uh, don't you have to perform though? I have to go after me. Right after me. Oh, dang. I see. I'm going to go like five minutes over. Uh, oh. I'll say, Mo said it was cool. Uh, <laughs> 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 For the record, Mo did two over and it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Cool. And then, uh, and then James took a uh, dance spot. Come on. All right. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Like, wow. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad I got a room out here. I couldn't come till now because I had to drive back to Hartford and then I had to do it. Yeah, it's uh, hour 45 minutes. Mm. Make a little noise with the mic stand. Yes, sir. Hey, Nick, cut the show back here. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt, you have fun over there, guy. (laughs) Hey, buddy. Hey, Jimmy. Joy. What's up? Welcome back. I'm Jimmy. Thanks. Yeah. How was it? It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's real good. They laughed. Mm. That's good. That's, That's what you want. They're right? surprisingly good, good, good uh, when they do. receptive. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a crowd? lot of good. Oh, yeah. awesome. uh, this is a yeah. great crowd. So oh, Andy yeah. and I were talking before the show. We went to the bar. Um, I had a Like, I'm always bucks. paranoid that it's going to be bad, but yeah. things are all right. Well, we were talking before the show, and uh, Andy said this is the 10th sold out show in a row. Wow. Nice. That's, 10 months. That's cool. That's pretty Once awesome. It's very cool. The last, uh, the first. 
the first Thursday of every month, you guys. But yeah, well, it's kind of a unique experience. I mean, yeah. I you know, no, definitely, man. I could see as an audience member why you'd be a little curious. You know, it's sort of so it's such a weird little taboo of people being naked and like. And it yeah. it just so it's like supportive and now you know you're insecure about how you look or whatever. They just. Yeah. yeah. I just want to, you know, have a good time. At yeah. It. Although it was one guy in the front row. He was like this. Super he, intense. He's making. No, he's, you can't see him. He wasn't guys, intense. Describe for the blind. He wasn't or intense. The he was, no, no. Just listen to my voice. He wasn't intense. He was intense. Yeah, but you see. You <laughs> All right. Let's, but not butterfly eyes. Let's not do a straight up sissy voice. No, we no, get no. it. He's trying to say the man wanted to fuck him. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, oh, he's a gay man in the I, audience I, by Joe. Either that or. I noticed an elderly <laughs> couple. Oh, we. Yeah. Either that or we want to what a rare thing. To see. <laughs> a gaming. A gaming. A gaming here out and about. She was. Public. A gaming. Yeah, that guy was looking at nah, me he too. Actually, he was having a nah, fun he was cool, time. Though. Relax. He was, he was actually having a real good time. He was, he was <laughs> no. cool. He was, he was actually real supportive. He was like, yes. Like, Hell yeah. Like my stuff. Like most of my jokes, I get kind of. Yeah. You know, I get part of my other side a little bit. You know? I, I know you get that. <laughs> and he was like, yes, 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 get it, boo-boo. Good. Yeah, he called you boo boo. Yeah, he did. I heard in him. your head. Yeah. <laughs> I think you want his number. I think you should talk to him. I think you're projecting a little bit. Projecting. Yeah, I go talk to him. I'm not projecting a bit. All right. I'm showing everything. All right. <laughs> Full naked, man. Right. You're vulnerable. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so just, just take a picture up. of it and then make it your logo. My logo. Alpha. Alpha. <laughs> Let's go have fun at the L, unfortunately, as a letter for a logo, has not had a good reputation because it usually just means loser. You what about wanna... LexCorp? Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. But that's villainous. You don't want that either. Oh, I want some villainous. All right. Lithium. <laughs> I don't know. If my ass is anything, mm. it's villainous. It's villainous. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have a villainous ass. All right. Villainous. I think Actually, the L someone, certain way someone has, like has yeah. joined, it's and I feel like I'm I'm hogging the mic a little, so I'm going to pass it. I'm going to pass it. Well, pretty soon I'll pass it over to... Uh... Oh, the most gangster thing I ever did... Um... I drank a triple espresso before I went to bed. Damn. Yeah. That's gangster. Too hot. Go to, go to sleep, motherfucker. You know too hard that's, for me. that's the hardest yeah. thing I've ever done yeah. in my life. Wow. I, really I, wear, I wear boat shoes. I've never bought Jordans in my life. <laughs> ever. Zero interest. I actually also Zero never interest. bought Jordans because I could... I didn't want to rob them, and I couldn't afford them. Well, for years, I couldn't afford them, and once I could afford them, I couldn't afford them for so long, I was like... It's like, whatever, I got... fuck those days. I got my own shit now. Yeah. Yeah. I like Converse. I've been wearing Converse since the 80s, uh, when they called them Skippies, Mm. and they cost like five bucks. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sometimes on the show, we don't say a big, heartfelt goodbye and sometimes other guests come in. It's very visual. I make eye contact. The guests that have been hanging out for 20 minutes or half an hour know to leave. So we didn't just kick Maurice and Al out. They, they just faded away like the last 30 or so days have faded into a blur while sheltering in place during this quarantine. Anyway, sorry to snap back to reality. Whoops, there goes gravity. That was Al and Mo. Now, this next clip, it's a little short one. We talked to Ben Quick. <laughs> Just specifically, I I prodded him to tell this story about being a new comic when he first came out. This is years ago. And doing uh, a very awkward gig. Now, I won't spoil it for you. 
We'll just roll the clip and Ben will inform you all of what we both witnessed together. Roll it. Now, Ben, I know you have to go soon, but I, I want you to tell this story because I was there for it of a show <laughs> I, I, I in New Hampshire. Is, <laughs> about, um, so should I, okay, I, I mean, I've never heard you tell it because I, I kind of experienced it <laughs> right. a, alongside you, but. Yeah, I'm actually curious your take. I can okay, tell what I right. remember. So I was about six months in the comedy, mm-hmm. right? And I was not at a point where I should be getting put on shows except that I had a friend, Justin P. Drew, who, who was, and he needed a ride. So he told the host, hey, can I get my friend a guest spot if he gives me a ride? So he brings me up there, and I'm brand new and haven't done anything. And I, all I know is it's a benefit show, and I'm six months in, so I don't know the rules and of how the shows work. This is a tough benefit show. It's like a benefit yeah. show. Like people aren't really giving a shit about the comedy. They're but there they, to support the cause. And but the thing was they kind of did it upfront. They were quiet for me. But I went out there, and the host that was up there, didn't do any time. No, basically. He didn't do a single joke. Barely a hello. And, and he just brings me, he says, you're going to go bullet because you're the, 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 the help, basically. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Just gets you out of the way. <laughs> go, he sends me up there first, and now I'm brand new. This is one of like the first shows I'd ever done. Like I was not a comic at that point. I was an open micer flailing. And so I try to be provocative, and I try to, it was, it was three weeks after Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I go up there with a joke about gun control, and I say, open, cold, I say, I want to talk about gun control. A lot of people have a lot of thoughts about that, but uh, I just want to say that I, I think that everyone should have a gun, because I think that if everyone on Earth shot and killed three other people, less people would die of natural causes. <laughs> Yeah. And you, you want to fill in what? what <laughs> you want so he said that, and I had heard you say this at, at mics and stuff before. Never thinking like, because I knew what when I got books of the show, I knew the extenuating circumstances behind it. I never thought like, hey, I'll tell someone not to do something. It never crossed my mind. Right. Like, I, so I'm sitting there like drinking a beer, and so this show, first of all, the guy that. Does it? It doesn't do comedy that much, but he's friends with the comics. Still, he likes to hang around. He's like, I got all these biker buddies, you know. Like we could do these benefit shows. And so, his nephew, someone in his family circle, was killed, shot and killed <laughs> in, in, by the gun in 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 Manchester. He like just shot and killed the gun, and and they had, they basically said we're gonna have a benefit. For his for family, the white kids he left behind. Oh, yeah. Did you know it was a Sandy Hook benefit? No, no, no it, wasn't I, it wasn't Sandy Hook, Hook benefit. Hook. It was for someone who died. Who Sandy just Hook. had been no, shot no, no, and killed. No, it wasn't at Sandy Hook. It was unrelated. It was in oh, Manchester, oh. New Hampshire. The guy had been shot and killed three three oh, months okay. before leaving work. He was a bouncer or something. All I remember yeah. was that the room went silent. <sighs> and it's like you could hear a pin drop. And somebody in the front row just crossed his arms and said, do you know why we're here? <laughs> and I just, I remember, you like, like looked at Justin. <laughs> I just looked down at the ground, and like my heart sank because I knew it. Like immediately, I put something together, and I was like, oh, I, I don't remember the rest of that set. I think I mumbled three more minutes and got off. But, <laughs> but for the show proceeded to be a I shit thought it show. Was, it, wasn't a it was the opener. No. So it was the first joke oh. anyone said that oh, night. Okay. So I had the room's attention as I said it. That was, oh, that and so I think that's a big bad. reason why nobody wanted to hear well, comedy after that. And that, that sucks too because, I mean, well that's absolutely true, but like, he, because he was the guy that was put on the show, of course they would quiet down for him because right. they organized it. The show's starting and, and we're gonna and hear it. Because yeah, he did nothing. The first person he brought you up and you're just like, everybody should shoot three people. <laughs> 
<laughs> we already got one down. That's I literally, so... I could have walked out there and naked, or I could, th- I could have done just about anything. I could have asked for a round of applause for rape. You know, like it wouldn't have mattered. Anything probably would have been better than no. that. That's... <laughs> to, th- to this day, I think I, 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 we used to kind of tell a version of that story on stage, but it took me like three months to want to talk about it. Yeah, because I, I thought I was going to get feeling? murdered. The guy like also the made T-shirts for the show and everything. <laughs> so All right, I got it. Right, I got to go to my set. Ben yeah. Quick, look him up. Twitter. It's uh... Dover Quick. Over quick. Yep. There we go. That was a pretty good story, though, huh? All right. Now we're gonna go. We're gonna meet some of the, my favorite first-time audience members. This is a, a segment that happens during the course of the show. We invite anyone in the audience that might be inspired to tell a new joke for the first time on stage. So we got we got a crew of people. They were here for some sort of an office outing. They prefer that you don't know where they work or their full names. Uh, actually, they weren't quite a crew. There was one guy who was not with them, but they all kind of looked alike. So he got he got his Instagram plug in. So give Owen Owen a follow. But here we go. Let's meet some volunteers backstage at backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase podcast. here with show creator and host Andy O'Feish and we have Hi, some this is Andy. Hello. And I think we have some uh, some people who got up from for the from the audience part. Is that what's what's happening here? Yep. I'll turn it over to Andy and he can tell you more. Yeah, this is Andy. Hi. We had an awesome show and we had uh, uh, Matt Kona is back. Uh, Matt Kona closed it out and he made it backstage just in time for this and he's putting on the the gear Taking it from Nick there. Awesome. And we had a bumper crop, a bumper crop of audience members who decided to get naked and take the plunge. Cool. And and uh, we'll introduce them in a second, but I just want to say for myself, and I'll, I'll shut up after this, it seemed like uh, this had been premeditated. And that's all I'm going to okay. say. It just seemed like you guys knew you had a mission as soon as I... I said, hey, anyone in the audience want to get naked and tell a joke? It was like, absolutely, yes, I'm coming. I'm coming right now. I'm coming down the stairs. They're like, yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah, we agreed. I'm first, she's second, and uh, he's third. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So that's that's all I have to say. All right. So let's go in order of appearing naked on stage. Introduce yourself. Uh, Take it a little closer to the mic. Hi, I'm Emily. Um, And I got naked today. On a stage. And was and, it premeditated um, as Andy? And- yeah. So I, I talked about that a little bit on the stage. I The first time I went to naked stand-up was the night you guys set the record for the most people, mm-hmm. I guess, who have ever been on the stage. Nine. And I was like very much nine. And I was super regretting not raising my hand and being one of those nine. Oh, you could have made a double digits. It would have been ten. We could have had double digits. If they waited like one more second, <laughs> yeah, then yeah. I would have been up there. But it didn't happen. Um, and then the next time... I didn't go up for a various um, amount of reasons, including people in the audience that I did not want to be naked in front of. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then this time, I kind of peer pressured <laughs> the other person who went up with me. Hey. Um, <laughs> that happens a lot when you put the lights on. When Andy first brings up the possibility of comics uh, 
telling a naked joke, you see a lot of elbow in the person next to you. <laughs> a lot of, eh, eh, well, you, Well, because everybody kind of wants to do it. It's mm. just yeah. the, uh, the, it's the conditions have to be. I There's, found that uh, this is the best way to force your friends to get naked. Um, <laughs> most other ways Wait, are who, crimes. Who's talking? It's uh, my name is Owen. Awesome, Owen. So, Owen, okay, that's the... That's what you wanted to say? Yeah. Did you want up seconds? Did you have a... Uh, no, I went third, so let's go back to... Okay, we'll keep with the sequence. So yeah. you were pressured by Emma? Yeah. Emily. Emily. Emily, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I, it wasn't like you're, you're a little the cool. definition. Sorry, I don't think it was the definition say, of say your peer um, pressure in the bad way. My name is Julia, okay. um, and Emily and I have known each other since February. Um, it's been a great friendship. Uh, I texted her last night because I was sad because um, someone canceled a first date on me. And I was like, well, that's a bummer. And she's like, you know what wouldn't be a bummer? Getting naked on a stage tomorrow. I was like, yeah, that's a way to avoid depression <laughs> is vulnerability and it humor. And it's working really well. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, yeah, then I didn't actually prepare at all and wasn't convinced I was going to do it. But then you see other people do it, and you're like, wow, that's a way to get high without doing drugs. So I'll do that. <laughs> awesome, yeah, That's it is. That's kind of what I discovered. It is. It's, it's a fun so. time. Yeah. It definitely changes your mood. And then our third person on stage, Owen, you're not connected with Emily or Julia. Never seen them before That's in my life. That's funny, because I would have <laughs> guessed, seeing the timing and the alacrity of the three of you coming backstage that this was this was a this was a group event and yet only two of you were in the group and Owen what, were you inspired by them or did you just know you wanted to come up and do it and it just was a pure coincidence I I knew I wanted to go up and do it um I've I've been a comic for a while and for 3 weeks I was a stripper so I was like let's do this this is my niche Wait <laughs> you've been a stripper do not just I, blow, blow by I I've was a stripper. a stripper um I was a stripper for 3 weeks and compared to the 5 years now of doing comedy I have made so much more money uh, where do you do comedy? Comedy you make or money? stripping? Stripping, stripping. Oh, by stripping. a mile. All right, okay. We were all confused because it yeah. sounded like you were saying the opposite. No, no, Even no. Even no, though no. that makes sense. I quit stripping upset. to start making what money doing, doing comedy. comedy yeah. That you are making money. Do you live here? Or you, a stripper, you, and we've never visiting? heard of you. Uh, live here. Um, but uh, I, I stripped in um, uh, beautiful Dayton, Ohio. Oh. Uh, so if you're ever... In the area, there are some quality. What was the name of the strip club? Was it a punny name? <sighs> I wish. It was just Centerfolds. It, okay. Like, no. Because there's a Centerfolds in Boston, and yeah. if I went I and I saw some naked di Ohio dude there, I'd be like, I don't know if, if I. this is what I... Can you uh, can you recognize Ohio yeah. dudes? Is there a oh, yeah. specific? Yeah. Um, yep, they have uh, Buckeye tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have uh, <laughs> my river caught fire. Ask me about it. T-shirts. Yeah, We're really more of a wheat state, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, I I was planning to. Uh, to go up, uh, I raised my hand. They stormed the stage. I was like, I'm not really sure protocol for this. I was like, I got stood up for a date, motherfucker. You yeah. have to. 
fell us to the back I, of the line. Yeah, I was like, I'm getting left behind here. So I, you I, better go too. It was like a half <laughs> jog. Um, I, but I got up. They stopped short. She whipped around uh, and was like, we all have the same hair. This is great. <laughs> when you were backstage, you yeah. said that? First thing she said I think that was also bonding yeah. moment. Yeah. Part of yeah. my thinking, you're all together. You all yeah. have the same hair. And uh, and then she said, well, take your clothes off. And I was like, oh, there you go. All right. Yeah, you guys were really chatty backstage. That happens. That happens. But I'm here and we should wrap it up. Cause, cause we've Thank you guys for coming enough. back and wrapping up uh, your experience on the show tonight. I hope that maybe you want to tell comedy at uh, tell comedy t- talk about this at, or tell jokes at another point. And if you build up five minutes or so, you become uh, more active. And real talk quick, to Andy. let's get everyone's Instagram or oh, yeah, whatever like to you share do that. Twitter thing. Yeah. Um, I don't think I want to be found. <laughs> a very good choice. Okay, tell us the dating sites where the people can find you and not stand you up. <laughs> uh, uh, awesome. Uh, and Emily, get right up on um, the mic there. I also have to decline because I social media for a living, but for not not myself, for a business. Okay, yeah. So well, just just say the business then. Yeah, shout out the business. <laughs> <laughs> Viral market. Are you under a similar uh, situation? Oh, no, I, no, let us know. Ooh, at Centerfolds, Ohio, yeah. bro. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, don't uh, get fired from Centerfolds over this show. Uh, we heard you were naked for free somewhere. Are you kidding me? You weren't charging? Yeah. God. Um, it's uh, Owen, Owen, O-H-W-H-E-N, O-W-E-N, like the question, and then my name. Wow. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks for for uh, coming by. We're nearing the end. We could be on the precipice of this is kind of a bonus episode within a bonus episode because this these next two segments or eh, technically four segments could be a best of on their own. This is the the mini episode within an episode, the best of Danya Tromer. Danya came to the podcast in a, a, a very last-minute way, but made a big splash, and is very enjoyable to listen to. So we're going to hear her first two appearances, so check it out. This is part one, and you're going to hear other voices here, Michael Stewart, Dan Martin, of course, and uh, Zach Brazau, who was filling in with the host-slash-engineering duties as I was running a little late to the pod that day. So check out Zach's podcast series finale, by the way. It's a good one. They watch they him, Jack Burke, who you'll hear in this next clip, and John Paul Rivera listen to the last episode of a television show they've never even seen. But enough plugs. Let's get right to the good stuff. This is Danya Tromer, part one and two. Take it away. Danya Tromer? Yeah. Uh, Danya Tromer is here. Hi. Say hello to the people. Oh, hi, hi there. Ethan Marsh coming in. Hey, how's it going? Okay. Are, have either of you guys been on the nude show before? No. No. That's a no nope. from Danya, no from Ethan. No. All right, what drew you to nude comedy? I work here, and I was asked, want to do the show? And uh, here I am. Okay. <laughs> it's the ultimate expression of who I am. 
Okay, nude comedy is the ultimate expression of who you are. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. No, I just, I had heard about it too, and I've heard lots of great stuff. And I've seen the show, it's really fun. Nice. Audiences are awesome, very supportive, so. Who wouldn't want to be on that thing? Right. So what would you, what are you trying to accomplish today in your nude set? It's just feeling good. Feeling good. Well, feel good. Make the audience learn how to love again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you, so you think your nudity will bring people together? Yeah, vulnerability. I think if people see that, they'll feel a lot less bad. About, hey, this guy showed right. up and he got naked. <laughs> So I feel we, less bad about me. We're recording on February 7th. Would you say this is a response to the State of the Union address? <laughs> this is definitely, definitely. <laughs> no, this is your formal response to the State of the Union. Exactly. In nudity. Okay. I, I, I'm hoping I don't get a lot of the Nancy Pelosi, like, limp clap right. from the women. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the condescending. Just, like, uh, just maybe, like, light condescending. Not just, like, right. ooh, not, like, dripping bad condescending like ooh this ooh. so you're looking to bring people together find love again exactly yeah that's what i think we're all deep down inside yeah. have either of you brought any fans or friends to come support you in your nude endeavor i was working i didn't think i was going to be oh they show. literally asked you today like this i was trip. i was letting people in and they were like want to do it i was yeah no, no, no planning. Right? No plan. I have my set on my hand. Oh, and nice. I had to cross out the ones that I was like, no, I can't do. So here we are. All right, here yeah. we are. So really, a brash decision on your part. Yeah. Was yeah. your decision to partake premeditated, Ethan? Did you have oh, a yes. time to think it over? Yeah, it was at the uh, comedy studio holiday party, <laughs> and Andy's really great. He plays the elf on the shelf, <laughs> and uh, if the role of a lifetime. And I was just like, you know what? feel a little loosey-goosey i'm down for this because I, I, I think there was another time i had to reschedule but i'm like you know what let's do this what do you think your rescheduling was did you have it was to do family it? stuff oh, i had to go to new stuff. hampshire i couldn't do it <laughs> that were you naked okay. yeah were you yeah naked? i was on the bus <laughs> the conquer trailway it's very supportive uh, i love the conquer coach they're very kind people they give you pretzels they give you water <laughs> yeah. i enjoy the conquer coach you can take them all the way to bangor Oh, yeah. Dev oh, yeah. Live it up. They, yeah. They did have a bit of a crisis this summer. They allowed ICE to check uh, immigration That status. was a little sketchy, yeah, up north. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Uh, you can tell some of the bus drivers, they're very uh, Howie Carr. They're a little, they're a little Howie. <laughs> Howie is from Bangor. Uh, what the question for both of you, how do you think Howie Carr would react to your set? <laughs> He would say that it uh, it was involved with the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> it brought a lot of shame to this country. <laughs> and it started us on a really negative path. You know what I mean? Okay, a really dark right. cloud. Worse than Altamont. We know what your manscaping status is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got the grass. The horror. Yeah, exactly. Oh, bad boy. Oh. What about you? What do you think Howie Carr would say about your new performance? Tonight? I don't think I can top that. Okay. So. <laughs> can't be topped. Can't be topped. So what else? Anybody got any anxieties? Are you, you made such a quick decision. Was it a no-brainer for you, or do you well, have any doubt? What happened is that um, um, Andy, yeah, uh, the host of the show, he came in, and I was like, hey, you host the show. Yeah, I want to I wanna do this show sometime. Oh, like, very he cool. He was like, oh, cool, cool. And then he comes back out ten minutes later. He was like, want to do the show? And I was like, ah, okay. So this is where we are now. Very and nice. I feel like dying, but also accelerated. So you are a little nervous. It's, I don't know if you can tell but from the vibrato in it my voice. It could be, you know, your, your persona. I'm I don't just know. a shaky lady all the time. 
Peggy lady? Yeah. Well, Michael's you don't have to work right now, so that's good. Exactly. It's yeah. I was supposed to get off in 20 minutes anyway. Okay. But yeah. We're fine. <laughs> you should try and do like in the middle of it, just have like a broom planted there and be like, sorry, I gotta tidy up this <laughs> That's stuff. my job. I change the trash, the trash. I'm just an intern. Like I'm not even right. getting paid. So it's, you know, <laughs> stuff's happening. Well, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Let's go over this for a question. Best and worst case scenarios for your nude set. What is the worst thing that could happen tonight? Just uh, openly laughing at my body. <laughs> I think that's just oh. a lot of rude stuff. How, how would you discern laughter at your body versus at your kind of your jokes? <laughs> they're just, when they're saying like, ah, look at that. That's all nubby. Oh, that's weird. Okay, so uh, pointing out nubbishness. That yeah, like, that's what I, that is in my worst case scenario. Right. I, I had one of those panic dreams. You wake up, wait, those dreams you just wake up. Whoo, and it was them laughing at my the nubbiness, the of, nubbiness my body. of your body. The nubbiness of your body. All right, what would your worst case scenario be? Well, I have a bleeding butt, so hopefully it just doesn't start bleeding on stage. A hemorrhoid? Uh, no, anal fissures. Anal fissures. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm so I like to change my answer. <laughs> Very cool. We got some anal fissures and nubs. <laughs> exactly. That's a comedy duo. <laughs> Ain't no fishes and nubs in the morning. All right. So what, let's talk about best case. What's the best way your set could go tonight? I don't bleed out of my asshole. No active fissuring. That's yeah, what we've got yeah, from you. I think that's the one. I want to be in that department, too. <laughs> and I also say people, maybe some people, they brought roses. And they just decide to throw them at me like a opera singer after I leave the stage. You're not concerned about getting nicked with a thorn. <laughs> I would do it for my art. What's her name? Burrito Bramowicz or whatever. I yes. that. Yeah, yeah. She just let people. She was just like, I'm just gonna sit here and you can do whatever. Right, you want Shia LaBeouf style. Exactly. All right, we've <laughs> got uh, a little bit. Big D, Demetrius Hallam in the house. Yeah. Woo. Big D, you want to jump on? All right, Big D's here. We yeah. still have Tanya here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So to both of you, what are your experiences with public nudity outside of the show? Do we have a, a wide breadth of experience with nudity? I've never been nude in public. Never nude? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, wow, All right. wow. Yeah. Is, no streaking, nothing? No. Literally, like, don't even wear bikinis. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Wow. This, this is big for you. Very big. This yeah. is dope. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. The shock value dissipates very quickly yeah. as soon as you get a laugh. Right, right. So don't worry about people staring at you. Worry more so about just getting the laugh. You know, so it it all work out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can't be, don't be nervous. You know what I'm saying? It's like. I just have like very little time to prepare for this. No, that's you probably know? better, honestly. Yeah. The, less, the less time you have to prepare, the less time you have to think about it. It will be very fun. People are feeling good. It sounds like fun. Like, I have jokes where I'm very animated, you know, and uh, with that uh, being very animated, I got to realize that certain body parts aren't going to be the only things to jiggle. Did not right. think about that. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, if you hop around a little bit, like, I got to expect, like, if I jump and I'm trying to make a joke about my man breast, that my stomach's going to move, too. So right. I'm, I have to include both into the bit, you know So you're I mean? going to have more jiggling. Tonight, to yeah, probably. With. I'll probably have some jiggle to me tonight, um, which is which could be a good thing. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of the crowds embrace the jiggle, right? And some kind of shy away, and they're like, you know, that's too much right now, right? You right. can't really, you can't really be conservative. 
when you're in the nude. When you're in the nude, you you're know? giving. You're a liberal in the nude. Yeah, it's like, come on, like you know, we all share. So this is a comedy show. You're telling jokes and being nude. Do you think there's something about comedy that lends itself to nudity, rather than like, do you think this would work if it was a nude poetry slam? Actually, that I would, I would be very interested in that. You would, I would, I, because the animation and all the craziness that goes on, and it's like when a guy says "shit clack clack" and right. balls are jiggling, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. laugh. You know, it's right, gonna turn right. comical for me. I don't think you can apply this to many things, though. It has to go hand in hand with comedy. Like I can't kill, I can't sell crack butt ass naked. You Have know? you tried? Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> and I was actually on wet at the time. Uh, What's did, wet? Wet? I didn't know what it was. Um, that is, uh, that is, it was something that happened in DC. Um, I just hit some wet and, uh, tried to sell some crack with one of my cousins and, uh, it didn't work out so well. And you were nude? No, it was an attempted nudity. I, okay. I tried and then, a lot of black people stopped me. So oh, they, they did? Yeah, they definitely did. It was like, you know, they just stuck me in a car after that or whatever, gave me a gallon of milk. Um, so wh- <laughs> uh, I didn't get I didn't get sober, um, but I definitely did get diarrhea. So wet uh, appears to just be some kind of drug. Is oh, it, no, it's definitely. It's, it's is it a, synthetic? I've never heard of it. Oh, no, it's an embalming fluid. You know, you put Are it you on mint leaves. Me? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, oh, my God. Yeah, this is what happens out in the streets. And right? so you just <laughs> went wild? No, nah, I just I I felt stuck. Um, I was actually stuck in the car for probably four hours. Jesus, uh, just in the car, I couldn't move. I felt paralyzed. Um, yeah, this is a lot for the Naked Comedy <laughs> Show uh, podcast. Oh, I wow. swear, yeah. Have you gone up yet, Kevin M. Quigley? Where? What? Uh, Andy is still up. Andy is still up. All right, Andy's still up. He's still doing his thing. Is he doing his headstands? So the part of the show that I love the most about uh, the Naked Comedy Show is the um is the uh the the hot hot blooded yoga that Andy does during the set. He does some yoga to get the yeah, blood. Yeah, you've flowing. never seen Andy at the Naked Comedy Show. He opens with nice yoga. His yoga is impeccable. I'm going to be honest with you. He can do a whole handstand on his head. Real flexible. Yep, it's like with a scissor kick. With his with his feet in the shape with his legs in the shape of an L. Wow. Yes. Uh he also does the, the eagle stance. Spread eagle? Spread, yeah. On his head. Uh incredible. Like his his core is extra tight. I don't I've never <laughs> seen it. Okay. It's nuts. Engages his abs. Really? Oh yeah, you yeah. can see it. Like he's old, but he's you, know, you can see his abs just yeah, he's yeah, he's ripped. I'm, yeah, check, yeah, check uh, him out. Does anyone d- intend to either of you intend to do any yoga in the buff? Well, I can't even bend over, so I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I sadly can't bend over either, but I don't have an excuse. Oh, right. <laughs> Your boyfriend must be pissed. <laughs> that's why I don't have one. Yeah. So oh, you know. there we go. Oh, that works out. I am there not we... capable of touching my toes. Oh, so. Yeah, me neither. I think <laughs> All my right. exes have always tried. <laughs> Preferred terms of nudity for you guys. How do you like to refer to being naked? Um, butt ass naked. Butt ass naked is naked. Yeah. yeah, not naked, but naked. Nothing but a toboggan on. Naked. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Um, yeah. I like slimy. Do you like slimy? Getting just, slimy. Just getting slimy, baby. Ooh, All right. Ooh, that sounds real, dirty. Real hot and heavy. Yeah. A bunch of slugs on your body. You just want to get slimy. Yeah. Exactly. 
I actually, I do have pores on my back that produce slime. Really? Okay, we're going to have some slime. I I am a a slug hybrid. I have never heard of no white people shit like this before (laughs) in my life. I'm a failed experiment. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Shit, I'm a failed experiment. I was born out of a test tube. You know what I mean? (laughs) Were you? I don't know. (laughs) It's born of Brigham and Women's. Who knows? You never know. They have a blood shortage right now, so if you're listening to the podcast, get down, donate some blood at Brigham and Women's. Yes, please. please Just make sure that. it's not contaminated, because we don't need that shit. Uh, make sure you bring fresh, healthy blood yep, bring to the people of blood. Boston. No Dracula. <laughs> that stale blood. Yeah, no right, stale been in your fridge for a while. Yeah. Don't like that. No. All right, so, Donnie, you just got called in. Yes. You know, Big D, you've been prepping for this. Is there anything you did to prepare? Any... Uh, well, physically, um, any trim- oh physically oh also oh, um yeah uh so I haven't had um uh it's been a a lack of um uh, a lack of Al Green being played in my room <laughs> okay um so you know I I haven't shaved or anything like that last time I did the show I shaved and I put a landing strip. In my, uh, uh, genitals. Mr. And T style. Mr. <laughs> T style, uh, just to match one of my jokes. Um, but the sad thing was is that my fupa covered it. Really? How far down does your fupa go? Uh, it goes probably right to the base of my dick. Really? <laughs> it's not cool. It's just covered up all that. So you couldn't really see the design anyway. Like, not unless you lifted my stomach up and you would have to do that with like a karate block. You know, I don't know if you know, like, but if you block in karate, you go up. Yeah, you gotta go up. So you gotta take your forearm, go up, right. and then lift the stomach. Revealing up. the fupa. Yeah. In order to do that. Because if you do it that way, then my cock's gonna end up in your face. Just bow. Boom. Alright. <laughs> That's like, okay, alrighty. We've got, uh, Matt Kona coming in to join us. You wanna jump on, Matt? Hi, sure. Hello, Matt. All right, nice we got Donya. Donya's doing the show for the first time. I got cool. for 20 minutes ago. They were like, "You're doing it." I was like, "Okay." Oh wow! <laughs> I work here. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm terrified. Well, you don't be terrified. <laughs> Usually at Improv Boston, if you're working, they won't let you get on stage. Yeah, but I'm gonna take my shirt off, so it doesn't matter. You know, you yeah. make a good point. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I'm not representing them anymore. Cool. Well, I don't want to ask any questions that you may have already been asked. So, Zach, I don't want to uh, muddy the podcast waters here, but can you give me a broad strokes breakdown? I'll of what give I you missed? a broad strokes breakdown of what you missed. We've brought in a few series of people, some new timers, some uh, old timers. Yeah. We've gone over what people are looking forward to, what they've done to prepare. What they think the worst case scenario is for tonight. What the sounds of the penis hitting your oh, face would make a boom. We have, I heard from Big D. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that was kind of a subtext. That was not an explicit question. So I guess that brings us to our next question. What sounds, if you were to do, because this is not a video podcast, so for the folks at home, no. they won't be able to see you nude. Uh, could you kind of give a little maybe radio play of what you think it will sound like? If your body were mic'd up Super Bowl style. <laughs> um, wow, where would I put the mic? Maybe the neck? <laughs> sure, yeah, okay, get the neck. A little loose right right side of the neck? I don't know. I'm right-handed, so that's yeah, what I would right, gravitate right. to. Um, if I had to make a sound effect for my body while performing naked, uh, it would probably be... Uh, <laughs> okay, a, a Muppet-like body. Does yeah. that indicate uh, someone is inside you controlling you as a puppet? 
<laughs> no, it just means that my my body is 100% felt. Okay. <laughs> I am used goods. No. A felty body. All yeah. right. Um, I, I hope to make as little noise with my body on stage as possible. Tonight. Right, right. So but, you yeah. are very slender for the listeners, so no fupa no, with you. No, but I have gained a little winter weight, okay. you know, a, a, a little bit of, well, why not just eat pizza for the second week straight um, type of situation. But uh, I never felt, like, body conscious. Okay, or, yeah, or, you're or, feeling or, good. Uh, no, no, but, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, not listen, okay, uh, I have not gone to uh, a gym since the year 2000 before this past month. I've gone four times. You went 18 years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, 18 just years clean. 18 years clean and sober from exercise. Nice. Very nice. And no. you're back on the wagon now. Yeah. I'm in terrible shape. But that's not a... It's... You've never seen the Naked Show. No, I haven't. Yeah. The closest I've come is speaking to the performers before they get nude. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping maybe some people will come out post-nudity, get yeah. the reflection. Uh, okay. Well, this is sometimes a topic that gets brought up. Uh, I will make some noises, maybe my the shuffling of my feet, because I won't wear socks. No socks and no shoes. Some people wear socks. And shoes. Some people just wear socks. I've never seen anyone just wear shoes. I'm, go- I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the the socks and shoes route. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'm wearing like calf high socks. Very right nice, now. very nice. So and uh, the the hat stays on. No yeah. one gets to see my scalp. <laughs> so that's too sacred. Okay. My badge, okay. Right. But the scalp, but scalp covered <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Of yeah. course, I have to stay modest. Right. Right. Of right. Course. <laughs> But well, you have cool sneakers, so. Thank you. They're Alice in Wonderland vans, so they're Alice in Wonder vans. <laughs> there you go. I'm a comedian. Like, <laughs> they're good for following rabbits with. Yeah, perfect. Working but parties. <laughs> I think if my if like my sound would probably be plop. Plop, I'm okay. Because you've just been dropped into the middle of the show. I just, I suppose so, but I also think plop kind of just embodies my spirit. Yeah, just I'm a real plop of a person, really. You're a plop comic? Yeah, I'm a plop comic, you know. Okay, so we've got a plop and a (laughs) manamana. And I guess boom, uh, that's what Big D said. Yeah, Big D, he he did have a boom. That wasn't his, that was just the one thing. I've got a question now for both newcomers and oldcomers alike. Uh, There's two people who come to the show tonight who know you personally. Who is the person you would most want that one of those two people to be, and who's the person you would least want one of those two people to be? So there's two people. Scenario. This is you're yes. making the scenario. This up. is a false you don't scenario. Have any inside right. information right. on the ticket sales. I've seen the ticket sales. I know who knows whom. I actually have checks. seen the ticket sales. <laughs> yeah. I was checking people. Right. This is weird. Yeah. I just really want to say this is weird. Yeah. So, but yeah, who? I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> you, go, you go. You go. There's two people. One of whom you really don't want to be here tonight, and one of whom you do. Who would it be? Um, I gotta say, I wouldn't want my um writing for communications professor to be here. Okay, all right, that's very specific. Yeah, he don't like me. No, he doesn't. And I what? feel like I feel like he'd be like fat and I'd be like, "Yeah, sorry." Why <laughs> Just does he like love. you? Um, I think I'm obnoxious. So that is probably I'm like that person in class where like he'll be like blah 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 and I'm like Blah, blah, blah. You know that person that's like that I'm the annoyed to it or no, I, questions the. I, I like question him a lot because no. he says dumb things. Yeah. So um, no, I'm like the jerk in class. Uh-huh. I suck. I'm not a good person. So. <laughs> so you wouldn't want. You don't think that would improve 
his opinion of you. No, I don't think. See, I have weird titties. This is going to be a okay. weird night. Right. Yeah, okay. this is just. I wouldn't want him seeing the the weird tits. Yeah. But um, the person I would probably want most here does it have to be a per- can it be my dog? It could be anyone, living, dead, human, non-human. I'd want my dead dog here. Dead dog. Yeah, there you go. Do you think your dead dog would be proud? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's my grandmother. She still is my grandmother. Okay, very des- cool. Despite being dead, so there very you go. nice. Want to make that lady proud? Aww. But yeah, cool those are those are my dog. beings. Very, very cool. <laughs> Is it okay if I go get water? Yes. I think I'm flipping out. Please, no, thank no, you so much for having me. Please go get water. Yeah, I, I really appreciate yes, this. Yes, this enjoy the show. Do you want to plug anything? Yeah, um, social media? Yeah, I, what I, time I, is your writing for communications class <laughs> so we could go uh, confront your teacher? I actually I host the Flat Waffle Comedy Hour at Boston University every other Monday at 9 p.m. Check it out, so, everybody. There you go. That's oh, my cool. that's my little plug. Uh, it's... If you want to hang out with some college teens, baby, mmm, <laughs> sexy. But thanks for having me. Where is it? Is it open to the public? Yeah, or is it, it is. Just yeah, studio? and it's it's at it's at BU in in our student union, oh, okay. and it's real nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ship my pants. So head All over right. there, everybody, um, for BU students being fully clothed doing comedy. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Danya, you were very nervous before you went out there. How are you feeling now? I'm th- that was great. It was great. Was you really you're cool. really excited. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, it was nice. Um, I kept on accidentally touching my vagina uh-huh. during the set, though. Yeah. <laughs> but besides that, you know. That what was... was your favorite part about the nude performance? Um, I kind of, I had a stance. I guess I can't really communicate this on a podcast, but I kind of had a stance where my gut was forward, and it was really liberating. Okay. Honestly, I just let it all hang out, and it felt great. <laughs> you felt very free. Yeah, it was nice. My buttocks were clenched the entire time to prevent be- uh, bleeding, so. No fissure problem. No fissure no. problem no. tonight. No. All right, Kevin M. Quigley, you're back. You got a little chewing, so I'll keep talking. And Sorry, then, no, no one wants to hear chewing on a podcast. Whenever you're ready, you jump back in. Kevin's. Casey wants to know what Danya is texting. He's. Oh, I was like, yeah, I was just naked. Yeah, no, I was. I told my friend I was naked on. Well, she said, um, I still I have to transcribe an interview for school, and I still haven't done that. And she was like, why haven't you done that? Because like she's my boss, and I was like, I was just naked on stage. Beep, 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 beep. It's a pretty good excuse. But, yeah, but I should probably get that interview done. Yeah. All right, so. so you've got to transcribe after nudity. Will you be transcribing nude? Do you think this is most likely? I a mean, new lifestyle I spend most of my time in my room nude, like at school. Oh since wow. I'm single, so uh-huh. like I I I'm nude around myself a lot, but yeah. this is my first time ever. In front of people. First you do stand community. up a lot, right? I assume. I mean, like, uh, uh, not really. Like you sometimes. were so funny. Thank you it so much. It was like overwhelmingly hilarious. <laughs> and you sounded so like calm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You were really, really good. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I tell everyone that's what happens. You get out there, you're naked, and. All of a sudden, all your like inhibitions just fly away. Yeah, it was warm. Honestly. It was warm. It was out warm there. out there. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Did any new jokes resonate in a new way? Um, actually, yeah. So I tried. I decided to do most of my sex stuff tonight because I thought that's what would go over well. Uh huh. Um, and I have this one joke about um masturbating to a Seinfeld porn parody. Wow. And it went really well, like a lot better than it usually does. Why do you think? Do you think the nudity? Just I think made it more they like believable? saw my sad body and they were like yeah 
<laughs> they, were, they were like, yeah. What was the Seinfeld porn parody called? Um, so the whole joke is, so the actual one has James, okay. So the actual, there's a real Seinfeld porn parody that has James <laughs> Dean in it and it's very hot and I like it. But, um, for the sake of the joke, I make it, uh, George Costanza hate fucking Newman. Wow. Uh, because I like that and I like the idea of that. So. I think, uh, I was, so I, I'm not one to critique jokes. Yeah. Cause it was very, very funny, but maybe throw in a hello Newman. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that, that would be very good. funny. It was, yeah, it was a really, really good, very well timed joke. So yeah, just if you, Thank if you want, you. that's no, I, I am always looking. I'm like me two too. years old. I need help. So like, please. Kona always throws something at me at the end of a, of a set, and he's like, and always, always makes it better. Yeah, so. yeah. So I, now I know for my my hate fucking, I'll have to throw in a little. <laughs> which to both of you, which Seinfeld character would you most like to be nude with? Oh, George Costanza. George Costanza. Yeah, actually looks like my husband really yeah are you sexually attracted to george costanza oh yeah well wow <laughs> to the audience kevin lit up he's very into george costanza that is the best thing i've heard today yeah fan of fat hairy guys all right yeah. all right if you're listening folks get in touch i don't know <laughs> send some photos all right danya who would this the seinfeld person you'd most like to be nude with. Do you know um Putty, who was oh. like Elaine's boyfriend? I want to change my answer. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, go- I'm going with it. What's it? Yeah, what's his name? He plays Patrick Joe on Family. Yeah, Patrick Warburton yeah. is so hot. He's so, okay. yeah. so or What does he look one? like? What does Freeway. Patrick Warburton look like? He has like a, a, a square, straw, like a square, square face. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He He's talks He's got a little like. bit of a schlubby body. He plays, but it, he, plays, he plays the other rental agent in Ted. I, I I haven't seen Ted. Casey McNeil said he played the other. I know. I, I maybe I'll see Ted, but have you ever I haven't been to Disney it. World. I have. Okay, so he plays the the flight attendant in Soren. Oh, I'm not gonna remember You're that. Have you, have you watched Family Guy? No, not not what? enough. Not oh. enough. Not I'm enough to know. If you... I'm I'm never gonna guess Patrick Gordon. No, it sounds like we've not. already gone through his. Gonna, yeah, pull up his. All right. So He's got sort of a schlubby dad bod. Okay, and it's right. nice. We've had a lot of there's a lot of the talk has been about people have reflected on their genitalia, the parts they were most nervous about. People have you know talked about doing sex jokes. Do you think nudity is inherently sexual? No. No, I, actually, yeah, no, I don't. I don't either. But there's been a lot of I don't remember it, but I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> that I just was okay. looking at a photo of Patch Warburton. Like I know, like the like the conditioning is to think like nudity, sex, like immediately, and that's why I decided to do all my sex jokes. But like I guess that was just me being a little lamb of society. So no, I don't think they should be. Well, um, like I was telling these guys, I had I had jokes that I thought would be better nude that turned out not as good nude. Oh really? Well, yeah. It might have just been something else about it, but I, it didn't work as well as I thought it was going. Gotcha. One thing that was weird though, have you ever been on stage, just regular stage, and before you go up, you're like, I kind of have to go pee. Right, but right. I don't know if it's going to distract me. Should I go? Do I have yeah, yeah, time? Yeah. Am I up? Right. So about 25 seconds before I went on, <laughs> that came over. You had to pee. I felt, well, I felt like, do I, I had that thing. Do I have to? Maybe I, will it preoccupy me? Yeah, Am I going to yeah. be okay? Am I going to? So I just really thought my mind would be way on it. And then it went away for yeah. me. Thank God. <laughs> that can that can, can be, be uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I've always you know we uh, I grew up in an age when uh, like pictures were were the big you know porn right um, right and so now it's all video and 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 more textual 
I think. There's yes. a lot of stories and, and stuff like that. Um, uh, so I was gro- growing up in the era where se- like nudity was sexual. I don't think it is that today. Because you don't think it's enough compared to what people are looking at. Yeah, it's the base level. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's almost vanilla. So it's a little <laughs> titillating and a little shocking, but it's not like... You know, porn right in your face. Right, right. Hopefully it should be comedy, not porn. But, right. we, you know, we've seen the Seinfeld porn. There is a crossover. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Between the, two, between the two. How would you describe the crowd tonight? Were they feeling good? They were real into it. Yeah, very warm. Uh, the only thing that's distracting is that, you know, uh, between comics, for some reason people want to drink more at the show than any other show. And getting up and leaving the show is more distracting than any other show. Yeah. Right. So. People are kind of zoned in and that, that can take you out of it. Yeah. 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 Maybe opening up the, the light from the corridor, you know, reflecting on the nudity. That can be, <laughs> yeah. be tough. Do we, so you come every month, Kevin. Yep. Do you think you would do it again, Danya? Totally. Yeah. This, this was great. This was a great moment for you. I, I, this was very liberating. Like, I'm not, as you can probably tell, I'm not a person who likes my body. Okay. So, like, this was, like, very kind of, I don't know, I really enjoyed doing this. Do you feel like you have a newfound appreciation for your body post-nude comedy? No, I don't. I still hate my body, but I'm not as, like, afraid of it, I guess. Afraid of it being out in front. Because, like, like... I don't, this isn't funny. Like, I purposely don't, like, hook up with a lot of people mm-hmm. because I really hate my body. But right. like, now that if 80 strangers can see me nude, I guess a person I'm attracted to can. Patrick Warbutton. Yeah. Look yeah. Out. yeah. Gonna There's going to be a message in his inbox tonight. Look yeah, out, baby. Patrick. I'll slide in. I'll slide in. Sure would. Be good. <laughs> Uh, how did you feel the first time you were nude on so, stage, Kevin? It's interesting. I went at the whole thing in a very cockeyed way, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I used to intro Andy in my underwear, uh, cause I was too nervous to get naked. Really? Yeah. And he, wow. Uh, yeah. So I would like, I would intro him on stage and he, he took me aside after one of them. He's like, if you're gonna do this, uh, one, you can't, you, one, you need to be naked and two, you can't be naked before I'm naked on stage. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so you have to either do the show or don't do the show. And right. I, I guess I'll do the show. Right. Uh, and I am not really like, I do storytelling. I'm not really a stand up guy. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, is this going to translate? And the first time I was up there, I told my accidental fisting story mm-hmm. and it translated <laughs> very well. It was, it was so, so messy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it really worked out and it really gave me a lot of confidence. So good, yeah. good. That's some hard hitting journalism from you know, very uncomfortable Zach Brazau responding to a fisting story. Good, good. Uh, so that's just part one. Of course, the, the voice, if you haven't, if you're not familiar with the podcast, that was the great Kevin Quigley. Also an author, check him out. He's all over the place and a Stephen King expert and a little big D thrown in there too. Like you never know who's going to pop up, but you could tell just how comfortable, more comfortable Danya was after having gone on stage. So I thought that was a cool thing to highlight. And this next clip, part two of the best of Danya segment, it's, you know what? I don't even want to spoil it, but Jack Burke is running, running the show. And he's a character. He is one of the few former producers of the podcast who has actually done the show too. And, and he tells a story about him taking a certain pill before his first time, but it's a good one. So listen to Jack Burke, Jibby Zhang, Max, 
Kenya, uh, Kendra Dossi and, uh, and, and more. Here we go. This is the final segment of the best of. Thank you all for listening. I uh, hope you're all safe. I'll check in again at the end, but until then, let's roll the clip. Danya, nice to meet you. Danya, you just performed? Yeah. How'd it go? Um, I was really thrown off by my mom being here. Okay. Uh, Your mom was in the audience. Yeah. Can we get her on the podcast? I, 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 <laughs> yeah. Maybe after. Wow, I'd love to get her perspective. Yeah, no, this was her first time seeing me do stand-up. In general? Um, in college. Okay. Because like, I used to do, like, clean stuff back in high school, and, like, it wasn't good. Yeah. But, um, it's tough to be clean and funny. Yeah. Ex- yeah. I, I, I am not. I, I can do I can do some like clean stuff now, but like this is her first time seeing me say anything dirty on stage. Or, and like, you were butt ass naked. And I was butt ass naked. Damn. And I got a new tattoo yesterday. Congratulations! What'd you me. get? I got um a dog, my dog's favorite toy, but she didn't know how big the tattoo was. How big is it? It takes up my entire ribs. Oh wow! Yeah, that's big. She learned a lot about also like. I was weird, real smelly. You were smelly? Real smelly, and I got real distracted by it. Okay. So. What is your dog's favorite toy? Um, It's a stuffed platypus. Oh. So. You have a stuffed platypus on, on your ribs? On my ribs, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Left or right ribs? Left. Okay. My right is a really cringy ska tattoo. Oh, so. fun. <laughs> what is it, like yeah. the specials or no, something? No, it's really manifesto. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> Or the Big D's table. Oh, Big D and the Kids, D and the kids table. table. I love them as well. <laughs> the yeah. Big D table. I, it, this is, that's Big I would love to see your tattoo. Like, not saying you have to show them to us now, but I'm just, like, if you have pictures, I just want to witness these tattoos. I mean, you guys have already seen me naked. I have like, not. I was, <laughs> We're I was, back here. There's oh, not okay. a right, okay. right. But, you know, that felt a little bit point. of... We yeah, maybe one, one day. person uh, get naked on the podcast, and it was to show off a vagina tattoo. No way! Yeah. It was last. It was last a tattoo on the vagina. It was last week. Guest host Zach Brazau showed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a rib at my friend. Um, yeah, Zach Brazau, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> So no no someone showed off uh pussy tat yeah pussy nice dude that sounds painful pussy tat a pussy tat <laughs> that's so silly Mike what Jimmy you're holding your stomach we are one person. <laughs> you look very sickly Jimmy I'm worried about you <laughs> he's, got, he's got like pajamas on what a hospital did you escape from <laughs> okay I also have a quick. Just a, I noticed this, Jimmy. You were like, it went fine. Kendra, I don't know. How do you think it went? Um, I think I did pretty good. Okay, pretty good. Yeah, and then, what was your name again? I'm sorry, Danya. one more time. Danya, I got yeah. it. Danya was like, it went okay. I, I heard. Yes, I'll take a list. And then, but Max, just this is perfect. Max, 19. He's like, oh yeah, fucking killed it. Fucking murdered. I, <laughs> Classic children hubris. Don't get a. You do not get a mic, Max. You do not get to rebuttal. No. I heard. I, no, sorry. Sorry. No, no you, you go ahead. The oh, name okay. of this episode is Hot Nude Teens, Max. <laughs> Gonna get somebody clicks. <laughs> All right, never mind. Hold on. I I heard uh, Danya's set and most other sets, and the it the whole night sounds like it's going great. Okay. Thank I, you. Just saying, it sounded good, and uh, Danya. Some are more critical of themselves than others. Max, here you go. I think I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say Max the fucking set, killed it. I didn't say the set did well. I said the glitter thing went well. 
I'm just kidding, Max. You, Max, I'm sh- you sound like you're doing great. So. Oh, I thought you were Max, fucking with me backstage. Max, like, I put some body glitter on before this because, like, I'm young. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Max, I didn't listen to him. Max, don't worry. When I, my my I first look. naked show I ever did, I took a yeah. Viagra before it. So, you know, you I understand not. it. Yeah, I did. You did not. Yeah, I thought it'd be funny to go up with just a raging hard on. Good thing okay. I can't get a hard on standing up. <laughs> I, I want to come back to that. Mm-hmm. Max, if I may play devil's advocate, it appeared, it seems like you did the body glitter as part of your set. And you said that the body glitter, glitter killed. So would you not say that part of your set killed? I would say that part of my set killed, yeah. Okay. All right. So some part of his set killed. Yeah, it sounds like everybody's doing really well. Is what's important. I don't know if I'm gonna kill, but every time Dan. I go up, I die inside of. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Dan, you're you're a killer. Dan's a killer. Slowly with my own words, you know. killing myself. Yeah, softly. Jimmy's dying. Speaking of Jimmy's actually oh, physically yeah. dying. Yes. Speaking of dying, Shit. how is seconds, your erectile tissue yeah. after taking Viagra and doing stand-up comedy? You know, it's is been it gangrenous. Like it. To be honest, I hit a pop brownie. This guy takes Viagra. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. When I took the Viagra, I thought I did think it would be funny to do it with a boner. I thought that would be like very funny to me. Yeah. That is funny to That's do why a before show I with have sex. I do a comedy show. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> and uh, so, but you know what? It, you have to be like horned up a little bit, yeah. and it was very unhorny being back there. So, so what happened? What happened when you took? Because I've taken Viagra when I'm not horned, and I just get really red. Yeah, and sweaty and I'm not horned. I, horned up. Horned up. Getting horned up. It's like, it's like, it's like taking ecstasy alone. Yeah, all. yeah. That's what it was like. Definitely, I was like faint, and I was nervous, and my dick did not feel any sort of. Excitement. It was yeah. very much like, well, we'll see you later for a little bit, and it went in my body. It's so funny because the show is like, you tell yes. people about it, you're like, oh, this is a, the naked show. Everyone's like, oh, it's so sexy. Like, it's the least sexy. Oh, it's very unsexual, yes. So unsexual. Everyone always wants to know the same couple questions. It's like, wait, so like, naked? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, alright, so we've established, okay, you're naked. Second, what happens if you get a hot on? Yes. Alright, fine, don't get a hot on. What if somebody sees you? Like, what's it, that's the point. We're hoping that people show up. Danya, you do you work for Improv Boston? I do work for Improv Boston. Nice. Are you worried about your coworkers seeing you in they, the flesh? Actually, like my second week working here, um, like everybody was in the sound booth watching me. Jesus, so that sounds. Everybody's already seen me naked. Wow. Everybody's yeah. seen me naked at work too. The Christmas party, oh nine. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't see you naked, yeah. but. <laughs> I gotta go to court for that. Oh boy, no, Dad, that's a joke. That's a joke, guys. I'm not gonna go. (laughs) Tanya, you do stand up? Yeah. You do improv? No, I I just do stand up. Nice. Are you, how long have you been in the scene now? Um, in like the Boston, I've been doing it seriously for like five months. Nice. How are you finding it fun so far? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like, I got out of like the college bubble. Like, good, you good. Well, you gotta get out of the bubble. You had a well-structured set for yeah. five months in. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Also, yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone's told you, but I was in there and your mom was cracking up at the whole set. A supportive I, mother. I was so 
Like, it just threw off my delivery for so many things. Is your mom single? All those jokes are about me. Well. But she is. Is Barbara based on me? (laughs) (laughs) It's Barbara. Yeah, no, she, that's, that's the voice I usually use to make fun of my mother is the one I use for PTA roleplay. I used to, I used to have a podcast back in the day and I had a game on mine, uh, called If It's Not One Thing, It's Your Mother. Ah. So let's play that. Okay. Uh, so it is, uh, what, did your mother say to you when you told her you were going to do comedy and then you say it as your mother? Was it funny or was it boring? Because if it's boring, she, no, we're going to make it funny. <laughs> no, what did she say? Or you could say anything. What's the most shocking thing your mom's ever said to you? And do it as your mother. Probably, her, I'm gay. Her hair. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, I might have took it by surprise. Yeah, my mom accidentally came out to me. <laughs> um, yeah, when I was in eighth grade, my mom accidentally came out. She was to me. naked on stage, right? right? Yeah. All right, so, so what's your mom's name? Irene. So Irene, tell us about this experience. Experience. Okay, so. I, <laughs> My daughter asked me what it means to be bisexual, and I was already out as bisexual at the time. And because I'm a fucking idiot, I said to her, sometimes bisexual is just one step along the road to gay, like it is for me. Uh. And I said, I said, wait, forget that. And my daughter said, wait, what, mom, you're gay? And she said, you can't tell anybody. And then we didn't talk about it for six fucking months. Oh, my God. That's an amazing... Barbara, thank you for joining the podcast. <laughs> Irene, Irene, Irene. Irene. Oh, right, right, right. Barbara's the one from the set. Oh, okay. <laughs> the real one's Irene. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. Did you have to keep it a secret like, from your Come father? On, I Irene. had to keep it a secret. Oh, no. I, <laughs> nice. I, I did have to keep it a secret from my father and uh, my siblings. Jesus. Wow. That's a lot of pressure. How old are you? I was in eighth grade. Damn. Yeah, wasn't it kind of screwed me up a little bit. Yeah. Wow. But no, it is cool. You what? know, it's... And here's Irene to talk about it right now. <laughs> it's like fucking WWE. Yes, match. that'd be awesome. I told my mom I did naked comedy because she already knew I did comedy. She's like, someday you're going to be a superstar. <laughs> she, uh, she saved, she saved this, uh, batless, like, Little bathtub I made, I guess, out of clay, and pa- I painted cats on it. I don't know how old I was. Oh. She saved it, and I was like, "Why do you have it?" She's like, "You never know how much it's gonna be worth." As if it was gonna be. Oh like man! Heirloom. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna produce on that, <laughs> and you're gonna die first. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm gonna cash in on my kitty. Toe. My mom was just like, "Why do you do things like this?" Yeah, <laughs> she's <just> like, <laughs> so disappointing. She's not even disappointed. She's like, "Why? Like, yeah. What's the point of all of this?" Do you guys think it would have been rude to have done naked comedy with a boner? Is it imposing to the audience? Oh, okay, yeah, no. what do you think? He, he, he. He I think we're then. back to audience vulnerability. <laughs> yes. That is very vulnerable to the audience. Max, what do you think? I think people should have to pay extra for that. Yes, I agree, Max. Jimmy? Uh, it's not rude because, I mean, they paid for it. Uh, they get what they got. <laughs> Okay, thanks. Jimmy, that was very insightful. Isn't a boner just a <laughs> compliment? Uh, I don't know. I thought about it. I'm sorry. I know I said things. I don't care. I'm Danya disagrees. Okay, yeah. Danya, give you give us your thoughts. Do I do I have to get into like actual like sexuality? No, 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 no. Just we tell me he's a big dumb idiot. Big dumb idiot. 
<laughs> there you go, Irene's back I'm here. Uh, no. I'm actually a big dumb idiot. That's the, last, that the last thing my mom said. That's the last thing your mother said? Wow. Dripping hard. No, 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 no. Okay, what no. is, what is the biggest, no. what is the Fuck biggest no. compliment you can give another human being? Big dripping hog. Besides a hard on, we've already established that a boner is the nicest thing someone can receive. And that was a joke I said. Please don't fucking conflate uh, it with my personality. You know, I already, it's the truth. No, yeah. okay. okay. It's like an Oscar. What, for my what's body. the best compliment you ever get? We're going to do a round table here. Best compliment you ever got, Darcy. I'm, I'm sticking with big dripping hot. Okay. So it's going well so far. Yeah. You think you'll continue to do the naked show is... late into your very wildly successful comedy career? <laughs> That I wouldn't call it wildly successful. No, it's going very well. It's it's been fun. Um, but um, yeah, no, I really like this show because it's very liberating. Yes. So yeah, I really enjoy doing it. Okay, so. I'm glad to hear it. There's a lot of positivity with this naked show right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that you're big all. Hog. Yeah, big dripping hog. I like hog. it on stage. <laughs> it it drips. You like, keep. Re- have you guys talked about Andy's drip yet? What? Andy dripped on stage? Yeah, it was beautiful. He oh. didn't shake before he went out? No, I, That's a problem. It was beautiful. It Wait, was did he great. pee on stage? It was like, it was like, it was like not a pee, like it was, you know, there was like a few drips. During the handstand. Oh During my the handstand, yeah. Wow. That is... He went back and talked to us about it. Like, this isn't like I'm revealing a secret. I am, that sounds... <laughs> like, this is on stage. I don't think you're allowed to evacuate on stage like that. Yeah. It like caught the light. <laughs> I don't know, Jimmy. No, it sparkles. That doesn't that break some health codes? Like no, if you catch it in, it in your mouth, it's fine. So isn't there? There's yeah. that one. Have you guys been to? Were you guys at Midway that one time that lady just like peed on stage oh and refused God. to get off the stage? I haven't been to Midway in a little bit, but that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> see, this is why I need to live in Boston so I could see all this shit. Why would you need to see that? Because <laughs> um, it's very important to my development as a comedian. This is true. When you're learning things not to do, that would be maybe one of them. <laughs> you know. Danya has brought her mom on the podcast. The headliner. Oh yes. Close the show. The Irene. first person to see Danya naked is here tonight. Wow. It was an honor, actually. Wow. Congratulations, actually, because what I would say is, is, is you got to see Danya brilliant. Yes. <laughs> Danya, your daughter's so funny. Thank you. Super, super funny. Does she get it from you? I don't know. Let, let, I, I, <laughs> What, if you could hold the mic and speak. Oh, 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 is this for me? Yes, please. Yes. Yes. Um, well, you know what they say about the apple, right? Doesn't fall far from the tree. There you go. So when are you doing the show? (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it for a hot second when when you had the audience. uh, I I wanted you to do it. I would have. It was like the quickest second. This is like my number one search thing on the internet. So I would, no, I'm kidding. Okay, come on now, Irene. That's crazy. Uh, Irene, where are you from? I originally, okay, a little backstory. Yeah, get a little backstory. Get into it. Come on, Irene. So I'm from Staten Island. No way. Yeah, anybody, right? It's part of New York, right? Right? Mm -hmm. Thank you, exactly. Originally there and then, uh, Central Jersey. Central Jersey, nice. And now you're in Massachusetts, you're watching Naked Comedy? I'm only in Massachusetts to see Naked Comedy. Oh, that's so sweet. You're a very supportive mother. Just outside of Philly. That's awesome. Yeah. uh, Do you ever get nervous for your daughter when she's performing? Never. No. Never. She has been doing this since high school, and she's 
She's just. She said she's been doing stand up five months. So are you, you lying to us, <laughs> Danya? Whole debate about about seriously. No, no, no. <laughs> she she would sneak into open mics at bars in Philly. Wow, committed. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I love she, it. She would bring like every. It would be like three people plus the forty people that were there to see her. All underage. <laughs> I would pack bars with underage children. I buy them that's all awesome. Dinner, yeah. yeah. That yeah. That's great. Yeah. And when she said she was doing naked comedy, what was your first thought? Oh, well, that's different, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she texted me last last month, right? She's like, she texted me, she goes, in all caps, she goes, I'm going to be on the show. It's naked comedy. I'm thinking, oh, gosh. literally? Like, yes. Like, maybe it's like raw, you know. Comedy. You're right. Like, Where are you? We were talking about this. Yeah, Dan Martin was saying that's how he felt it was going to be, too. But right. they, it, I, it, I wanted to be supportive right it's 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 so nice of you to do this and uh, and she says she was so she loved it so much and she goes maybe i'll come next month and i'm like okay and then i think she forgot she had said that so right said, you know i'm gonna come up and she's like you sure you want to come up <laughs> that's awesome naked you know that's and so i funny. said you know I, I saw you naked when you first were born. right and i mean like up. bye chloe thank bye. you for coming on the pod thank you so you saw her, and yeah, things went she, great. Yep. She's a very funny woman. We're Are we talking about when she was born? The first time she <laughs> was naked, or this time? Yeah, she was. Have, have things changed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. That, I don't know where that joke's going, but it can't be good. Uh, <laughs> came out with attitude. You're right, right. Attitude now. <laughs> well, Irene, thank you so much for coming on the podcast tonight. We appreciate Danya. You've been amazing. We hope to have you on again soon. Thanks so much, Andy. You want to say some last words? Okay. <laughs> Last I words. I don't really have much to say. It was another awesome show. Oh, there was a fun moment. I did the headstand bit. Oh yeah, we and, heard a little and, something. And then um, I got I got some laughs at unexpected moments. Right. And I realized uh, I believe I because I didn't know this was happening, but just based on the timing of the audience laughs, I had a few drips. You peed. I. I I don't I wouldn't consider it pee because I think of a stream. Right. But I feel like I had some individual like peelets. <laughs> oh my god. In a headstand, and I don't know what it is about a headstand, but or maybe I'm just suddenly just became a leaky old man. <laughs> I believe that this might have been the turning point. In, in in my sexual health, I think. And well, we all found out together. That's a good, an exciting moment <laughs> when for I the go viewers. Upside down, that that does trigger uh, a, a mild a, bout of, of leakage. Yeah, leakage. Just just the, the most subtle. What was disturbing most about it was I was not aware. Oh. <laughs> I was not aware. Well, as long as it's not coming out the other end, you'll be all right for some you know, time. I feel like maybe the other end would have been hideable. Yeah. Maybe I could have. Well, how the hell would you have hidden that? Let that go down the back and oh. position myself and stand up without anyone noticing. God damn. I hope that never fucking happens. All right, Andy. Thank you so much again. This has been so fun. What did I say? Was that worth the wait? That was an, a classic grand finale. A great way to end the best of with Danya and her mom and the usual uh, hijinks from all the people chiming in. Thanks to everyone who was a part of it. All the, the guests, many of whom are regulars on the show. They keep coming back every month. They think sometimes they're hesitant because they think there's nothing to talk about. But we always find something weird. So that's part of the fun.
and I miss them all. So I think that I'm going to try to connect with people and we'll, uh, in the next episode, we're going to hear some, some of what's been going on with their lives since the world grinded to a halt. But I hope you listened and enjoyed it while taking a walk around the neighborhood, awkwardly head nodding to people wearing masks, maybe while you were in line waiting to enter a supermarket. But I hope you're all safe. Wash your hands, wash your feet, wash your genitals, don't touch your face. I said genitals because this is the naked show. But that's it. I'm Matt Kona. Thanks so much for listening. Hopefully, in the future, maybe by June, Improv Boston will be back. You can find them on social media, improvboston.com, at Improv Boston, all the usual sites. The Naked Comedy Showcase happens the first Thursday of every month at 9.30 p.m. It always sells out, and that was when it was an over 100-capacity theater. I have a feeling that when things begin to transition back to some semblance of normality, they're going to let even less people into the show. So we might, who knows? We might have to do two shows a night. So always get your tickets in advance and tell a friend, but don't tell them what it is. All right, that's it for me. Good night, everyone. See you next time. (laughs) 